Hello, welcome to PlayStation Unchained 175. It's the official podcast of PSU.com, don't you know? That's the only time I'll say that this week. Um, <laughs> your host, Neil Bolt. Yeah, we won't do that again. Um, I'm your host, Neil Bolt, uh, once again. And for this momentous occasion, we have a packed show filled with people. And it's going to be fun, I'm sure. I, I, I can't guarantee that. You probably shouldn't expect it, but we'll try. Joining me, as ever, is my ever-loving co-host and man who knows nothing about wrestling but is on a wrestling podcast, it is Ben Schiller for Hall. Yay! Been? And I am doing averagely. Averagely. <laughs> <laughs> the great British way. <laughs> That's fine. So we need to know, Ben. Uh, at this stage, everyone knows you yeah. quite damn well. I've cool. been here for um, 174 episodes. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I've, I've gone well over the hundred mark myself. But yeah. just saying That's something included derailed. Mm, yeah, yeah. You probably <laughs> you are the host podcast host's oldest time. It seems with yeah. this one. <laughs> yeah, beauty in the Ben. <laughs> or is it Ben and the Ben, or Ben and the Beast? Benny Ben. Yes, talking of derailed there, we we got derailed very quickly. Gary, you're here. I'm here. Okay, sorry, no no pomp and circumstance with your uh, entrance here, but uh, you know, you're here. How are you doing, Gary? You've just been swanning about talking to the likes of Jennifer Hale. I I have been, yes. It's been very fun. (laughs) I bet it has. I bet it has. Yeah. What, tell tell the good folks at home what you've been doing this week. Then. Oh well, I attended uh, this uh, video game con here in Utah, Salt Lake Gaming Con. It's their second year, um, and that was fun. They had a lot. Of, they had a lot of the voice cast from Overwatch there. Um, they're actually really cool people. Uh, Jennifer Hale obviously was there. Um, who else was there? The guy who does uh, the voice of Cowboy Bebop, the main character. Forget his name. Oh. oh, I knew this at one point. Now I'm like horrible lint trap brain person. <laughs> yeah, but they were there. Uh, he was there, so that was cool. Uh, they had a fun little uh, panel that I attended uh, about voiceovers and how draining those things are, and how many cough drops they go through a day just to record voices. Um, so that was cool. Uh, Watch some tournaments. Watch some terrible players in, in some tournaments and watch some really crazy players that I never want to fight in my life. Um, so that was fun. Yeah, overall good stuff. Fantastic. You had a gay old time. Fantastic. I did. I'm exhausted. Like I slept probably like 13 hours today. You know you want to be able to muster up the enthusiasm to hate games today, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure I will find a way. You'll find your way. You, you can get that. You've got that John Cena level of extra strength hidden away. <laughs> <laughs> Just That's rise right. up. Say, you know what? That game you like, fuck it. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> cool. And we have a tag team of people to introduce to you now. Not only do we have the suave, wonderful, poetic Timothy Nunes or Nunes <laughs> or Nunu, but we also <laughs> have. <laughs> Timmy, Timmy Nunu, we'll call him. That's fine. <laughs> oh my god! Oh 
But we also have finished. his wife, Crystal, as well. Hello, Crystal. And hello, Tim. Hello. Hello. Crystal is here because we found she had a great story involving Crash Bandicoot. And as you know on this podcast, we like stories about Crash Bandicoot that usually involve any anger or hatred. So it sounds like a perfect match. Crystal, <laughs> welcome to the show in that regard. <laughs> and Thank you. It, would you like to tell us a little about yourself in terms of your gaming likes and dislikes? Uh, you're not a majorly big gamer, but you've you've got Platinums to show that you mean business when it matters. I mean, you've got a Rayman Origins or Legends Platinum? Origins. Origins, which is pretty busted hard, to be fair. So that's got the I credentials. I got it on the Vita, too. I don't... Was it the Vita or did I get it? Yeah, you tried yeah, to go for the... Yeah, because I tried to do it on PS3 and we can't because there's a glitch with one of the levels. So you can't yeah. get everything because of the camera glitches, which... Dumb. Like, I can deal with that, but when it totally prevents you from playing the game, that's where it just makes you go, yep, I'm done with this game. Let's just find somewhere I can sell it to because I'm done. <laughs> Yeah, we've I'm, I've had many of those. They are just that sort of game is just the worst when it when you get to that point. No matter how much you've enjoyed it before, when you hit those little moments, never fun. So yeah, apart from that, what what are your favorite type of games generally to play? I, platformers and things by sound of mainly, if, if, or is that just uh, the torture you enjoy? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it just depends on the game for me because like I've been a fan of like. Jack and Daxter, uh, Ratchet and Clank, um, stuff like that. And then there's like the cult classics of American McGee's Alice. Um, I really liked the Alice Returns. Um, I like that kind of creepy game too. I've been playing Deadpool. Um, I mean, how can you not love a game where you just kind of go in and they're talking about how he's in love with death and you know, all the stuff that's going on with the comic book series, too, and then just the funny aspects of Deadpool. So, to me, it's like a game where, yeah, I'm getting mad at it, and I really want to, like, kill everything, which is the main (laughs) point of the game, but then you're getting killed, and you're just like, well, I'm Deadpool, it doesn't really matter, but this really sucks, because I keep dying, but it's dying in a funny way. Also tacos. Yeah, and tacos. How can can you not like it? It's tacos. (laughs) Yeah, that is, that is a good thing. A game like Deadpool, where it's like, you know, for all its uh, flaws, you know, the fact you've got that humor and yeah. going on, it, it works on a level that sort of distracts you from the oh my fucking god, will you do this properly? Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, I think I played one level. Um, I think it's the part with the helicopters, and oh, I'm god. sitting there, and I just, <laughs> I was getting so mad at it that I'm screaming. I'm just like, Tim, I cannot play this game anymore. I'm going to change my game. And my go-to game when I'm done with everything else is just to go into creative mode in Minecraft because you can't screw up. So, like, there's no wrong way to play in Minecraft creative mode. Um, But I just remember, like, I was getting so mad about it. And I went, okay, I'm going to just break away for a while, play some Minecraft, and then go back to it. And I came back to it and went, well, now I can play this game no problem. But then the ways, like, Deadpool's, like, making comments, like, if you don't go right away, he's like, uh, hello, this is my game, are you paying attention to me? Like, you need to learn to play this game. 
And just little comments like that, that not only bring the character to life, but it just kind of makes you appreciate the stupidness of the game. Yeah. And not want to chuck the disc out the window. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, any game without that is pretty much, that has that problem is, yeah, that that is a frisbee for all intents and purposes. Or a coaster. Yeah. Yeah, or a coaster or, I don't know, a pizza cutter. Maybe it's summer work like that. I mean, an expensive one, but still. <laughs> that reminds me of a meme. <laughs> <laughs> what doesn't? Uh, that? <laughs> like, there's pretty much nothing. Like, there, I'll be at work, for instance, and someone will say something like, "I have something for this," and I pull up a meme. <laughs> it's pretty much my life, but it's the one where um, they're cutting a box with a disc of uh, Blade, the movie. Oh yeah, that was. It says, "Don't use a blade. Don't cut this with Blade." And yeah, yeah, I love stuff like that. Just yeah, that sort of throwaway nonsense. <laughs> it's good. Cool. I think we should get on with the show then. Um, yeah, why not? Ben, should we kick it off with a competition? Oh, maybe we should. Maybe we should because you know people are still listening in the first fifteen minutes. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> so you know. Unless they skip to the end for me to shout them out. I mean, I, I, I've heard people like cutting out the last ten minutes when they get to that stage. So that's why I was saying, oh, we'll use a different strategy. We should do it all at the beginning, and then they'll probably start skipping the beginning. To be fair, and then they'll skip the end, and then yeah, and then they'll miss all the juicy middle. Or they'll just like hear the bits. And, yeah, that's it. So yeah, Ben, why are we doing a competition? Uh, basically, I was hoping for us to reach thirty thousand downloads in a month, which to me sounded pretty insane to reach because it's a high number and I didn't expect to reach it if you looked at the Podbean statistics. <laughs> no, no, yeah. <laughs> but for a long time, Podbean, we thought, was like just showing us all our you know, hits, yeah. which meant that we thought we were getting hits in the couple of hundreds yeah. every, every week. And thinking, which what, we what did we anyway. We still did it, but we're like, what's oh, yeah. going on? But like, Back in the day, Podbean would have like thousands, and yeah. like, wow, amazing! And just thinking, what are we doing wrong? I mean, we're barely reaching anyone. And yeah, yeah. Then, of course, Ben looked into the statistics of it all and found out that we might have missed a few thousand <laughs> here and all there every week. <laughs> so yeah, yes, thirty-three thousand and ninety-three last month. Ooh, in June. Yeah. Yeah. So, somehow. Doing those wrestling podcasts has paid off. Yes, they have. So I'd like to announce a $50 slash £50 giveaway. Depend- well, yeah, $50, £50, screw it. There's no negotiation on that just because of, you know, terrible financial climate or anything. But yeah. yeah that, it, it's, it, it's 50 either way. Yeah, it's either way it's 50 because it's just easier for me to buy a $50 voucher. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> Um, so what we'll do for this, um, I mean, we'll put a tweet out with this anyway and share yeah. it around. But uh, our Twitter address of Pod Unchained, which is capital P on the pod and capital U on the Unchained, will host this competition with you know, a usual retweet and uh, give a, an opinion on a sort of question, but it's not one that you need to have a correct answer for. It's just a general one that we can use for another show. To improve our show. Yeah, you gave so. us 30,000. We want to improve our show to reach 50,000. Yes. 
there you go. So, topical. Castlevania has just been made into a uh, Netflix animation. And you know what? It's quite good, I found. It's uh, four parts of 25 minutes, which is very small, yes. But by God, it works and it's fun. And I think maybe that more games should get that treatment. Maybe Konami should allow other games to get that treatment. solid. Yeah, I mean, Christ. Just, <laughs> yeah, just just think about this, though. Konami have put out probably one of the best video game adaptations made by a Western company, uh, a Western studio, like, ever, uh, I think, with this. I know that the bar isn't very high there, you know, considering, <laughs> you know, the Resident Evil franchise in movies is there, and God knows what else. Dead or and Alive it, is one of the best movies ever made, though. Yeah, I mean, I was it follows more... Dead or Alive completely. I mean, it's bad, but <laughs> it follows it completely. <laughs> it's so bad that it's good. Yeah. You know what? It, the fighting games ones tend to be better than most because they just have such a light, stupid plot anyway that yeah. it's, it, they can get away with it. It's like, like, Dead or Alive, like... the whole movie is fan service. Most of <laughs> the game is fan service. This is it. <laughs> so, the question we will be asking on Twitter on that is what video games should get an animated series from Netflix in your opinion uh, and that will be the tweet we put out Castlevania. you can't do Castlevania that's been done that's already getting a second season Streets of Rage you will be getting more of Trevor fucking Belmont as he puts it <laughs> Streets of Rage Streets of Rage uh, that's your yeah so you know we're all here we, we can give you examples of what we think Ben says Streets of Rage Garius quietly seething in a corner that Ben has mentioned that first. <laughs> I'm sad now. <laughs> what, what would be your second answer on that one, Gary? I don't know. You just like throw that at me. I have to think about this for a second. <laughs> you know, actually, I think a good, if it's animated, mm. uh, Altered Beast would be good. Yeah. 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 I mean, again, not a high bar to beat the game. So, yeah. <laughs> Or is this going to be one of those? Well, actually, Gary says I like that game. No, I actually hate all three beasts. I think ah. it's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's one of the most universal things going. Uh, it, but as an anime, I think it'd be pretty cool. Yeah, and yeah. Person Wait, turns it the one with the weird. I didn't mind it actually. Ah, oh, Ben. I didn't like it, but <laughs> don't ruin it. I mean. Don't ruin it. Ben, Ben I didn't throw up. So. If it's the game, I think it is. Anyway, it's where you're a, a slightly naked man and you punch things in the face, and they let out Wait. balls occasionally. And you grab those balls, and you grab enough Wait, of those. Metal Gear Solid. Sure, <laughs> all those things happen, <laughs> and that will turn you into a beast of some kind. And then you, yeah, it. That's all there is to it, really. Okay. Um, one it's could ter- say you altered into a beast. You could definitely say that. Tim and Crystal, what about you? What would you like as a Netflix animated show? doesn't have to be the anime style, you know, necessarily. I have something in mind. Unless you're looking for, like, a collective opinion. Well, you can both have an opinion. It is allowed. Yes. Oh, oh we're, what? We're not one person. <laughs> oh. We're not unified. Okay. I was actually thinking that 
even though there's a lot of gameplay elements to the franchise, I would say that a good animated series would be Bioshock. Mm. Yeah, because there's that background sort of lore to it that would. Work. Yeah, and I mean, there's a lot to each one of the venues that they've created that hasn't been explored yet. Yeah. yeah. And hell, they can actually put one on land. That'd be something. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what would that be, really? It's, uh, at that point. Mm-hmm. That'd, be the most That'd be almost normal now. You know, just like you've had one in the sky, you had one in the sea, there's technically one in space if you're going with system. And yeah, okay. But it is like the last place, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. The final frontier done. <laughs> the final frontier. The one that's easiest <laughs> to get to. Oh, how will, we, how will we escape from land? Never. Damn. Never. That's the twist. That is the twist. What a twist. Crystal, what about you? Any ideas on what you'd like to see? I guess I'm kind of torn between two. Um, one would be the, like, American McGee's Alice, just because trying to think of all of the different, like, levels as being their own little, like, world that she has to go and explore, like you're doing in the game anyway. That'd be kind of fun to see in an animated series. Um, yeah. And then an oldie but a goodie is Golden Sun. It'd be kind of mm. like Pokemon, but not. Oh, man. Those sort of shows would work well as well. So, yeah. yeah. Gotta like catch it. the gin. <laughs> Gotta catch the gin. <laughs> Copyright infringement. Um, Before we move on, there is oh, a Netflix series that I'm looking forward to. It'll be out at the end of the year. And it's based yeah. on a video game. Is it? Yeah. What's that? Final Fantasy fourteen. The Daddy of Light. Oh, God, is that still a thing? <laughs> yes. It's I just, called I The Daddy of Light? Yeah, The Daddy of Light. <laughs> Actually, it's called The Daddy of Light. I forgot that existed. I honestly thought it was a fever dream. <laughs> oh, my. Well, Netflix will have it as The Father of Light because it the Japanese translates to either Daddy or Father. But obviously they went with Daddy. <laughs> Daddy, yeah, but what's going to happen is because it's a Netflix original series, if yeah. it starts doing really well, they're going to be like, oh, but we're spending too much money on each episode, so we're going to cancel it, guys. Sorry, but not sorry. <laughs> Netflix is the new Fox. Please be excited. <laughs> is this is this Netflix's first uh, porn parody of a game? <laughs> <laughs> first episode introduces Oedipus. Well, the plot is that the son finds out his father is playing Fantasy fourteen and he just started the game, so the son starts helping him out without telling his dad. But the creepy part about it is his dad plays a girl. Okay. So, Wait, so it's like a more serious version of that episode of South Park with Warcraft. Yeah. Wow. That's, well, that's a different way of doing it, at least. And then they're sort of showing the kid helping his father and his father helping his kid in real life. Hmm. So, yeah. Well, it's funny, name of a side, it does look like it could be interesting. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah. It should be, it's in Japan now, I think, but we should be getting English at the end of the year, I heard. Yeah. I've always wanted English. <laughs> 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 and, of course, I think Netflix are also um, doing the Witcher series, aren't they, as well? So, mm. that, I think that's live action. Give me more One Punch Man, I'll be happy. Yeah, can't go wrong with that. Game of One Punch. <laughs> that would be fun. Like the old Inuyasha. Like I don't know. Would it be fun though? Yeah. Like you're just one punching everything. Uh, they can do it. Hey, 
also Why drafted it. Like what if you don't play as 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 him exactly? What if you play as well? Oh, his robot pilot always failed. I forgot his name now. I guess both of those might be recipes oh, for disaster. I don't know. If you play as him, and then for bosses, you're about to lose in a quick time event, and you play as the actual one punch man and one punch them. Hmm. Or like you could have it as like it's like a you know how he has the dream world where he's like oh my gosh I can I can't beat these guys it's such a good fight maybe that's how the game would be is that there's all these characters that he's just dreamed up that sounds that sounds like a recipe for a platinum game <laughs> yeah or they, or they could even do it like how they do it, like uh, Marvel Omega whatever I can't remember the name Marvel Omega where you make your own character so you can be like the the guy that gets more naked the stronger he gets. <laughs> like I, I and I guess the point of this is I just want to be that guy. <laughs> you want to be Captain Party Boy. Yeah, mm. like like he just gets stronger the more naked he gets, and so he's just like the greatest. Like, he know. doesn't get strong; he just walks around holding himself. Isn't that a joke from Dragon Ball Abridged? Where the, a... Raditz meets Goku and Piccolo for the first time, and then Goku and Piccolo take off their weighted clothes, and the power levels go up, and Raditz says something like. So oh, getting yeah. naked makes you more powerful in this world. <laughs> there it is. I mean, I forgot about that. I mean, technically, that's that pretty much Attack on Titan. <laughs> Anyone who turns into a Titan basically becomes oh naked God, and more powerful. <laughs> oh, it's so dumb. It's so strength. cool. <laughs> it's just, it's such a strange show. It's not, not in the sense of like the concept, just the way it's paced. Anyway, getting off track. Um, I'll have mine in, in binary domain. Just, you know, I okay. think that that universe needs exploring more. I think it would suit that. And who doesn't want more Big Bow? I certainly do. That's but Right. I think you're everything. Yeah, I am. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> with, your, with your wife being here, that's probably a little far, but it's, it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yes, that would be the competition. We'll put out the tweet. We'll all retweet it out there and share it and make you see it as much as we can in a really obnoxious fashion and we'll probably run it for a week or two we'll see we, we want to get enough answers in and we we don't know how many people will answer yet so and how quickly right so let's get on to other things i i got one of my topics out of the way by using the castlevania thing so on a konami theme can you believe it konami the company that don't put out any games they get two things this week, and none of them are bad <laughs> so far. But uh, Metal Gear. Pull the lever. <laughs> I think it was hit the lever, but yes, you are right. <laughs> um, yeah, Metal Gear. It turns 30 on Tuesday? Or no, on the Thursday, sorry, I should say. So that's the whole franchise, if you will, rather than just the solids. And, you know, we like Metal Gear here. Not all of the Metal oh. Gear and not everyone uh, actually likes. on that note it's actually kind of a funny thing a bit circumstantial and a little uh oh. synchronistic for me uh but crystal's birthday landed on that same day really yeah Why july 7 birthday is july 7 nice just metal gear is a year older than she is <laughs> cool stuff i like that that's a thanks for sharing my age oh, <laughs> i didn't I guess. <laughs> no, it's, it's fine. fine. I'm, I'm a failure. <laughs> I'm the old boy. It's fine. 
It's all good. It's all good. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we've talked about Metal Gear before on a special podcast, even with that. But uh, I don't know what to say here apart from we like Metal Gear and also we have like this. Uh, like yes, uh, in <laughs> as you may have seen in recent weeks, Tim's case, definitely very much a liked in the, the former sense. But uh, Tim, I think we'll talk about Metal Gear Solid Five. You know why? Just because it's probably the most divisive one, and I fancy an argument. <laughs> so. You hate me? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> well, you know, it's. You know, a couple of years out nearly now since it came out and people were largely disappointed. There's no denying that. And that's the end point of it. But I don't know, I was been compiling obviously a, a list uh, this last week for it and um, going through. The amount of times I could have started a day sentence saying this Metal Gear was controversial because like that and you know, Metal Gear 2, Revengeance, you know, 5 alone were and even Ground Zeroes, for crying out loud, because not because of anything other than certain plot devices and uh, its price, really. <laughs> I don't... I think the fact that the price was probably more alarming was uh, saying something. But I still like Five, Tim. I just... I know yourself, I know Gary aren't particularly big fans of it. But uh, <laughs> I don't know. There's just something about it for me where... I like the strange, almost fuck off that Kojima has made that game into, and especially that second half. I, I do think most of that is still deliberate, as much as you know it was. You've run out of money. We're not paying you any more money to finish this game, sort of thing. I think it. He did still create that message with that. Uh, do you feel like you'll soften on that game over time? I was what on the game. Do you feel like you'll soften your your, t- your opinion of the game over time, or is it is it just still laser oh, focused on? If anything, it's actually hardened. Because once I finished the game, I was kind of like, uh, okay, okay, I'll just keep playing, see what happens. Okay, I'm trying to trying to try and just try and just try and. But I don't know the more I think about it, and the more the things have gone on. And it's not really like the product itself that I hate. It's more or less the, I don't know, like the surrounding entrails that came along with it. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a lot yeah. of the thing about it. It's, if that hadn't happened around it, to be honest, if it had come out like that and none of the other stuff around it had been made public, then I think it would have definitely got a very different reaction, but uh, yeah. a, a much more hostile one because I think, there would be no yeah. sympathy on Kojima's side. And I think that did soften a lot of it in that, you know, yeah. he had all that going on. It's very true. Yeah. I'm really glad that he didn't catch a lot of the blame for it. Um, but do you think now, it most devices even, though, of the lot? If, uh, considering, you know, two, two, you know, for all it got in terms of, you know, hatred for, Oh, look what they've done. Anytime I see a poll for it or people talking about it, it's generally quite fond, fondly remembered now. And it's many years since, and maybe that's something to do with the fact they made Raiden into what they did. But then, even then, he went and had his own game, and that caused a load of controversy because it wasn't, you know, air quotes, Metal Gear enough. But... Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was. Anyway, um, 
yeah, I would say I'd, I'd fall into that. Um, I I feel like five. I don't know if five could be as historically re- relevant within the franchise or in the gen- within the the gaming industry itself as strongly as two was just because two didn't have a lot of the drama behind it and it was a very complete game and the fact that it was a very complete game meant that everything within it was intended as opposed to phantom pain being incomplete and there were things that were quite intended like in hindsight we understand now why kojima put his name behind every mission Mm. and put it in there like practically everywhere just to troll the fact that he created the game and not Konami. Yeah, and the fact that thematically, again, yeah. it was he, he followed a lot of the same tricks and traps. I mean, the fact Ground Zeroes and being split off and being its own thing almost feels like that message. It's like, again, yeah. with Metal Gear Solid 2, if like, you wanted to be this guy, you're not that guy. It's when you actually get to play the, the meat of the game. It's like... Again, I, uh, the same thing I think applies in that Ground Service is very tight and focused in terms of the area and allows for more experimentation. But the minute you get to you know, play the Phantom Pain, it's much more expansive, but repetition of it, you don't ever seem to get you know as um, into experimenting as you do in Ground Zeroes, I think. Yeah, for sure. Because, because there's just too many little distractions, too many things of, oh, I've got to do this, I've got to do that, and Perhaps right. it was a little too ambitious in some ways and not enough in the others, I think, might have been the problem there. Well, I don't know. I've never said I've never felt that ambition was something that Kojima, Kojima's ever been able to, you know, miss. Like he's always been able to hit every mark he's wanted hmm. uh, when he's not been under duress. Yeah, and I, that's but, the thing here, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, and I think the one of the his, one of the problems that is going to be become become historical with Phantom Pain is that like, even when you're playing the game, it kind of just feels like a battleground between Kojima and Konami. Like I mean, you you still kind of in the the world of Metal Gear, but it still feels like everything is pertaining to who's the bigger titan, or who's who's going to stand out, or who's going to win this thing, and we all know that winning isn't actually a thing that happened between either one of them because, you know, Kojima lost his job, but he became something huge now. Like, more big than he was. And then Konami, you know, got rid of something that... someone that they didn't want, and now they can, you know, monetize something into the ground, which is what they want. Yeah. (sighs) I was saying that made me depressed. I mean, that second half of the game, I think it almost serves as an allegory for that. You know, yeah. they are put to the grind, doing the same thing over and over again, despite your best wishes, never getting the resolution you want. Almost feels like that's Kojima's way of saying that's how Konami is to me at the end of making this game. And it's yeah. bittersweet. Hashtag. Yeah. Sanity. <laughs> Hashtag. Um, that phantom pain so bad. <clears throat> I don't know. I've got fondness for it. And it's, I don't think I truly hate any of the mainline Metal Gear games, or, or I'm disappointed by them. Just like, I mean, like even say like Snake Eater left me a little cold when I first played it. But I think it was like repeat, apart from obviously the certain bits. But 
I think that at the time was the disappointment of not being able to play as Snake again. You know, it's like, it's like okay, well, the next game we'll get to play as Snake, and no, no, we're we're going to wait another few years. And again, that's probably why four, despite being very messy in a lot of ways towards the end, is very satisfying because you get to finish that story. I think again, Phantom Pain's problem is there is you're not getting to sort of really close out that loop that you've had with Big Boss in the way you would have wanted. Well, sure, but I think it's kind of interesting to think of Snake Eater in that way because, I mean, I started Snake Eater mm. kind of in the same mentality, thinking that this isn't really Snake. Right? I mean, I get it's Snake, a big boss, essentially, but it's not Snake, but once you started going through the game and seeing the things that he went through and like the relationship that he had with the boss... His foundations, like in his motivations, he kind of became more of a human as opposed to Solid Snake. Because in the first two games, Snake was kind of just an avatar representing something else and kind of just helping. The, in, you know, he was kind of just you in the first game with a little bit of commentary. And then in two, he was kind of the commentary for Raiden, who wasn't really you. I don't know. So he never really had that sort of foundation that Big Boss did. In Snake Eater, so Snake Eater became uh, Snake Eater kind of made Big Boss a little bit more accessible and human than Snake, and that's kind of the feeling I had near the end. Um, yeah, it's like Avatar player as Avatar, the human side, if you will. That's the progression. You went from Snake to Raiden to Boss, in a way. Yeah, yeah I like that. Um, Gary, what about you? Do you think you'll ever soften on the Phantom Pain? Oh, he's still gone, is he? Oh, never mind. <laughs> Gary, this is what he has to argue. say. He won't. <laughs> it's a, it's a he no can't call. even. Oh, well. He can odd, but he can't even. There you go. Nicely done. <laughs> <laughs> um, does anyone else have anything Metal Gear related to say? Or, or is this just me and Tim waffling on that one? Ben, would Metal Gear be better if it were in Final Fantasy? <laughs> <laughs> I played all the Metal Gear games. Metal Gear Two was probably my favourite. Solid Two or Snake's Revenge? Two. <laughs> oh, okay. Don't bring up Snake's Revenge. Oh yeah, Snake's Revenge. Yeah, it's totally my best. Such great graphics. I don't count it. Let's put it that way. <laughs> but no, Solid Two was probably my favourite. Just, I, I don't know. I liked Three, but I liked Two a bit more. I liked the twist, even though I didn't like the yeah. twist when I played I just, it. I, I just think. Which twist? One, two, three, or four? <laughs> Five or six? Or seven. All, all the any, any, of the, any of the 20 in the last three hours? <laughs> I'm talking oh, so about cool, the major like... twist where it went from, you know, you play as Raiden. I didn't like Raiden, but I, I kind of liked the twist, if you understand what I mean. I loved it at the time. I still love it now. It's yeah. just that it's more accepted as a twist now for what it is. Especially of... with the whole fake coverage with like the the videos having Snake in it instead of him, and then the box art having Snake on it instead of him. Oh, well, wow. I mean, those videos aren't lying because he did those things, but you never see them. Mm. Yeah. This is it. They did. That's why. Like, it's, it's... it's like if you look on the back of the box as well, it has all the pictures where Raiden's supposed to be in, but Snake instead. It's just so much about it yeah. as a game that even now feels very relevant. Now turn off your right. PlayStation. You've been playing too long. <laughs> I need scissors. 61. <laughs> I'm fully expecting that uh, in a few years we'll see Donald Trump fighting 
his illegitimate son <laughs> on the top of a, a building in New York. It's hey, which one? <laughs> yeah, this is it. Not which building, which son? Because yeah, that's like thirty thousand. This well, is not it. only that, that has to include that he's smart enough to figure out how to get to the top of a building. Well, he'll have crashed out a it, helicopter. Or something like. He'll have to. I have can't tweet it. I can't do it. <laughs> Plus, he would need the robotic arms, and that's just too cool. Yeah, he's not. He'd need to yeah. be able to wield katanas, also. Well, well, by that point, he'll be such a physical wreck. He'll need his exosuit. Well, I think it would be both <laughs> hilarious and globally beneficial if he tried to wield a katana. <laughs> Yeah, he'd probably do it backwards and then like hurt himself. And then it would just be the what best is for what is that thing? Uh, where Sempuku? Like he just does it through his head accidentally. Or he just holds the blade and then tries to attack with the handle. <laughs> he just slowly falls <laughs> out. Slowly falls out of the blade. With the this music. is how they do it in the animes. <laughs> just. As he slowly slides down the blade, it's just one long, exasperated, sad. <laughs> the windbag has finally lost it. You know what would be fun with the Metal Gear Solid games, though? Because so, I always thought Vamp was a really cool character. Dude, he's dank. How cool would it be to have another game that's just, like, done from the villain side so that you can play as all of the villains no dude vamp would be a great one if they want yeah. to do something like that he has such a cr- sweet backstory like right. his origin nuts like yeah you, have you it, gone into uh, that oh yeah definitely well yeah anyone metal gear 2 solid 2 based is just an interesting like perfect irony like, he became a vampire because he was pierced by a crucifix and fed on the blood of his family that was already dead yeah, like that's so he nuts. He was like kind of like a male version of Elizabeth Bathory, but yeah, except yeah. more, <laughs> except a little bit more badass and a lot more uh, nano machined. <laughs> yeah, the old nano machines. Okay, this podcast is brought to you by nano machines. <laughs> I'm just thinking: is it would the the Trump battle be more like Metal Gear Solid Two, or would it be more like Revengeance, and just like? Home, like super roided up with nano machines somehow. And, uh, I feel like it, if he got in control or something like that, it'd be more like four, where he'd make people do what he wanted. Yeah. Again, this would be if he was smart enough to know how to use them. Oh, but so since it's technology, he won't touch it because you know that's advancement. This yeah, but it's, it's, it, unless he advances Twitter, so he can use it more often. <laughs> he gets <laughs> nano machines so he can operate Twitter without his thumbs. <laughs> My thumb's so fat, even though they're small. <laughs> That's it. He'd be in. He'd be in the AI, so he could just make anyone say anything on Twitter to support him. <laughs> be the dumbest AI ever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wow. AI, you gonna do something? I'm just gonna talk about it. <laughs> It'd be so good. Best. Mm. Ask anybody. This podcast was brought to you by the people who support Trump. Obviously, of course. Yeah, that was sarcasm for anyone who didn't understand. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Somewhere you honestly heard a tiny party popper just going off in celebration. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe it's in Zanzibar land. Oh man, yeah. I I think that the uh, middle portion of the show is definitely going to be interesting for anyone who skipped the beginning and the end. <laughs> oh, Gary, Gary might have to go. He's uh, saying... Sorry, are you able to talk, Gary, for a minute before we go? Yeah, okay, Gary. 
Yeah, what's up? Is it Trump? Did he do something again? No, no. Did he call you out on Twitter? <laughs> no. Did he leave orange marks anywhere on your body as proof? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> point at this, this little orange to show us where he touched you. <laughs> Is everything okay, Gary? Place the raisin. Show us where it hurts. You're crazy. Are you okay, Gary, by the way? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. So sh- should we bid you farewell? Yeah, I'm going to have to go. I'm sorry. It's okay, man. Yeah. Uh, quick question, thing, Gary. Quick question. Yeah. Like, Metal Gear Solid 5. Opinion changed at all? Absolutely not. There we go. <laughs> it's, still, it's still ridiculous to me. The, that whole game for me killed the idea of who um, Big Boss was. It took everything I admired about him and it took it away from me. But Tim's right here. <laughs> Snap. <laughs> Completely. It just Everything he was was a lie. And it pissed me off. So... Well, before you go, Gary, I'm gonna get, I'll get your predictions, uh, prediction scores in for the two games, just okay. to make it fair. So, because you know, you, you want to be involved, you're you're the second highest in the fight. So, oh, nice. uh, so quickly, Final Fantasy twelve. Um, eighty-eight. Eighty-eight, and you probably don't know the game, but Black the Fall. I don't even know what it is. I'll go with seventy-six. 76. Cool. Thank you. There you go. So, yep. see you later, Gary. Alrighty. Pleasure as always. Stay safe, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Yes, we're down. I remember now. Oh, this is... Political talk this is just... It's now normal. <laughs> <laughs> we're, the, yeah, the politics are now just going to be subdued. <laughs> non-confrontational. We don't... We, well, you know, it would get us lots of exposure, you know, if Trump decided to hear this podcast somehow. And... It'll never get on Fox News, so we're fine. <laughs> oh, dear. Okay, well, as we were, funny enough, talking about the predictions contest, might as well do it now. Yay! Yay! Um, we had a break last week because it was just me and Ben, and to be honest, that's not much of a contest. We already have a show Exactly for a one-on-one contest between me and Ben, which is, of course, Chili's Clueless Wrestling Predictions podcast, which you can also listen to on this very podcast stream. And we have just done one for Great Balls of Fire. Look at me, advertising. Brilliant. So, first up, as you may have noticed a minute ago, we will go with Final Fantasy XII, The Zodiac Age, the remaster, I suppose, of Final Fantasy XII, which is... Pretty much where I jumped off the Final Fantasy bandwagon uh, in terms of enjoying it, but uh, probably not the cause of it. I just don't think I like the people that liked it at the time. It's just... <laughs> I know <laughs> it how that goes. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's the Crash Bandicoot thing all over again. Um, Tim, I know you obviously have a slight advantage on this one, but only a slight one, as you are uh, currently in the. Uh, preview stage if you will of this uh, very game mm-hmm. so what say you what score will it get <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm 
kind of playing numbers between what I think and how I feel the rest of the industry is going to think. This is it. That's the tricky part. Oh, 88 is so close. I, I think that's going to be... I don't know, though. Um, uh, I'm going to say... I'm going to say 81. 81. Fair dues, fair dues. Crystal, as you're our guest this week, you also get to play this game. So, you what do you think? You my preview coverage. <laughs> but basically, pick a number from 1 to 100, if, you, if you're not sure. But if... You, Tim may be showing you numbers right now, going, hey, pick this one, pick this one. <laughs> numbers, one billion. Just do that. I, I guess I'm going to do what I tell all the customers <laughs> that come in and ask me how much stuff costs. Uh, more than five, less than a million. <laughs> I mean, that falls in the ballpark. Right? It, See? It, it, it. I don't know. 80 sounds like a good number. 80. 80. Okay. Um, ben, what random number have you been assigned this week? 80. 80. Ooh. Yeah. Matches. <laughs> um, I go 83, I suppose. Go in the middle ish. Um, <laughs> Black the Four is the second game we'll be picking. It's kind of like Inside, but not. Kind of like Limbo, but not. I mean, the unfortunate thing for this game is they started making it before Inside came out, but uh, it looks a hell of a lot like it. So it probably won't get uh, as much coverage. It's, uh, you know, Future Dystopia by a Romanian developer, uh, inspired by their own lives in Romania. And you get to have a robot dog for a bit. So yeah, it's kind of fun. I will say that it's about a 75-ish for me personally. Gary's already said 76. <laughs> ben, random number. Throw it at me. <laughs> It's not going to be night. Because <laughs> I'm very um, juvenile. It says 69. Yes! <laughs> yes! We're both sitting here going, say 69, say 69, because we're both five. <laughs> oh, that's so good. I hope you win, Ben. <laughs> you already win because of that. It's a good humanity. We hope you win. All right. Crystal, have a go. What number for this one? Well, because I've, you know, I've watched The Price is Right, I'm going to go with 70. <laughs> Playing this game strategically. I like it. <laughs> and Tim, what about you? 62. 62. Good golly, Miss Molly. We've done it. Good. So next week, double results. It'll be great. And hopefully, you know, there might be actually games out after that I can do then. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, July is... Very barren, you know. There's very few things, and it's it's kind of depressing. And yet next month, I just I see that the one week in August where I'm, I'll probably end up reviewing like enough games to put on fingers on my hands. Yeah, like ten could be. Who knows? It's too much. Damn you! This competition. Did I did I win the wipeout review? Oh, now yeah, we'll go back a few just to clarify where we are on that. Um. Wipeout was me, because at the time it was 85, and I had 85, you were on 84. Tim, you won the next Machina? One at the time? Because it was... Uh, oh, next Machina. Not next Machina. Which one was it? Duh, 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 duh. I think that was right, but okay. Oh, yeah, you won next Machina because uh, 79, even though it was 87, even I rated that low, which is stupid, because I gave it 9 out of 10, damn it. 
That's funny because you 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 guessed the gate the rating before you even saw it. So yeah, that's great. <laughs> just it. I got it right, and yet I second guessed myself. That was one of my one of those things where I went, well, I'm just going to favor the general industry opinion, so it's going to be a little higher just because of the namesake more than the game. I think. Yeah, damn good game. Damn good. Game. Yes, it is. Oof. Makes honestly. One of those I say things. it's harder than the other ones they've made. Oh yeah, it, it's got yeah. The, it's got that Smash TV Robotron thing going on big time. TV. TV. <laughs> yeah. That's a good segue, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It is. I'd say it is. Let's uh, get on in. We're going to talk about what we've been playing. And we're going to start with Crystal's Crash Bandicoot experience. Now, no one here had had any Crash Bandicoot experience because certain companies don't didn't bother with review code, so we never got one. Certain companies. <laughs> Yeah. Did everyone die? Uh, I think everyone's dead. dead yeah, dead, something's dead. happening. Dead <laughs> <laughs> Jim. And we've the lost Nil. Got us. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no! Uh, See, that's what you get for talking about Crash Bandicoot. Crash. He, he just takes you out, man. <laughs> it, it just takes you out. It's all bad about me. Quick, shut everything down. <laughs> Activision's in our uh, in our system right now, watching yeah. us through the interwebs. Yeah, we've been YouTube striked, like, and we're not on YouTube. Hmm. They're gonna be now. like, she, she's talking about the truth right now, and. <laughs> Or she will be, and we no, we can't let we can't let that happen. We're gonna stop this. Uh, so I guess we'll talk about the Crash Bandicoot while we wait for the Neil. The Neil. The Neil. The Neil. Um. So you wanted to? You want to talk about it? Because I don't have the Crash Bandicoots. Do you want to? Do you want to talk about it? Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Not yeah, kidding. like he was saying, that's uh, your lead-in. That was your lead-in, and then he disappeared. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, um, am I supposed to talk now? <laughs> like, I didn't know. <laughs> and then he just kind of died, so I was like, okay, well, um, that happened. But yeah, sure uh, your experiences with Crash, you had a little bit of time with it beforehand, so kind of talk about that a little bit, and then your... I mean, I didn't, like, I don't know, I didn't, like, go... Excuse the terminology. I didn't go balls deep in it the first time I was playing it or anything. Like, I enjoyed it, but I don't ever remember being, like, so angry at a game before. I heard it's the Dark Souls of Bandicoot. Right? (laughs) Well, and I mean, like, the game starts up, and it's this guy talking about how Activision has brought it back, and the opening thing is just, like, Crash coming out, like, old-style Crash. Yeah. And he falls down onto a conveyor belt, and like he gets reanimated, so he looks better. And I think that's them kind of going, "Hey guys, let's pull a magic trick. If we make them look better, they won't notice all of the problems we still have with the game." <laughs> like I, I think my biggest complaint is with it is like, have you ever played a game where you're supposed to jump on platforms? 
And if you're standing on the platform for too long, it drops out underneath you. Oh, yeah. My, my whole thing with that, though, is how is it when I'm in the game and I supposedly, quote, unquote, with air quotes here as well, um, miss the jump, I fall to my death, but yet the platform I was trying to go to also falls. Logic would say that I was on said platform then if it registered that something was on it to fall. Oh, I see. But like, it's like it falls after you fell. How did I die then if I was supposedly on it according to the game? Dumb. So that's like dick cutting number one. (laughs) (laughs) Bowen. Like, I can't. It just makes me angry. But you had that one mission. Oh my god. And I swear, I thought you were just like almost. Oh, Lost City? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. That's like the bane of my existence. I know. I thought you, after you went through that, all that trial and tribulation, I thought you were going to actually die. I was so angry. Like, I legitimately thought about just taking the disc out and just being like, here you go, kitty. You want a play toy? <laughs> but then I was like, that, that's an expensive play toy, and there's two other games yet on it. So, um, no. Um,. We just chuck it at the neighbor. That'd be worth it. Yeah, I mean, Lost <laughs> City, you... Okay, so there's trophies that you're supposed to get every single box in the game. Which, fine. Not a big deal, because, you know, like, there's however many games out there that you're just like, hey, I have to grind to get, um, you know, this many coins or this many whatever. And I am one of those players that I don't mind doing all that stupid grind. So... With Crash, like, yeah, fine, I have to go through and I have to get so many boxes to complete the level to get the diamonds or whatever you want to call them. Lost City is the one level that I'm going, all right, seriously, guys, could you not affix some crap to make this not, like, make me want to break my TV and my controller and my system all simultaneously? Because... There's so many dumb things in that level that, like, why? Why on earth would you have a level where you have to get through it and there's TNT? So you have to jump on the TNT to get through it, but you jump wrong, it blows you up. And you have to do the entire thing without dying. Yes, the TNT section is a bonus level and it doesn't affect that. Because your deaths in the bonus levels don't count against you. But still, it's like, I can jump in the exact same spot and I fall to my death. Like, hmm, that never happened in the original one. Or even the one, um, I had a version on my tablet that came with the tablet. And that didn't have those issues. But I'm just sitting here going, guys, I don't get mad at video games like this. What is happening? Right. So... But like you've, I remember, uh, like the next day or two after that, you ended up spending a good amount of time getting it figured out. Like you got it, like you have it now. Yeah, like I, I actually just, I got mad because I couldn't figure out where a couple of the things were. Like I had it down to a point where I was only missing like one or two boxes. So I was just like, okay, I need to just find a video tutorial that shows like where all of them. And so once I found 
that video to follow. I can't remember who it was, so I'm sorry if I don't give him a shout out. <laughs> uh, but like, I found where all the boxes were, and I was like, "All right, I got this. It's not going to be a problem." And when I got to the point where I got all of the boxes, I'm just like, "Yeah, I got this." I got through the bonus rounds that were making me, you know, don't have a penis, but I still wanted to cut it off kind of situation. <laughs> and I get through it and I'm like, all right, I got this. And I was not paying attention to the little helpful hints down at the bottom of the screen, which anyone playing that game, pay attention, read them. They're there for your benefits. <laughs> Only nice thing I want to say about this game right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, why? Why on earth would you have it into the situation of you have to complete it 100% without dying at all? Ever. So once you get through it, you're looking at a screen where it says, hey, you have a perfect score, but you died. And Crash is just staring at you like, you're not good enough and you suck. I think that's the part that killed me. Like, I mean, this is like, oh my god, are you kidding me? I got, I did all of that crap. Well, I mean, you know, I've, I'm the guy that's gone through Metal Gear, like Metal Gear Solids on extreme yeah, difficulty exactly. without dying. You know, I, I, I get that that's part of the game, right? And yeah. it's just the thing. So it's not the fact that it's challenging, but I think the, the fact that, at the end, you know, even in Dark Souls, when you die, it just says you're dead. Like that's it. It, it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't rub it in. It doesn't chide you. It just says you're dead, and then puts you back where you started. But with this, it was. It said. I think it was like nearly perfect, but you died. Which on its own would be kind of okay, but then Crash is staring at you well, yeah, like you're like, garbage. Those screens. And he's are supposed to be so, you. Like, debil- debilitating too, because like even on the other game, like for instance, one of the levels where that's where I was starting to notice. I'm going okay. Where the fuck am I missing boxes from? Because I have played this level so many freaking times now trying to figure this out that I reached the 99 lives trophy without trying. And I wasn't using any exploits or anything like that. I'm just in the game trying to enjoy it. And I realized I am three boxes short. How, how the hell am I three boxes short? But every time that screen comes up, you know, like... You're, you're new to the game or whatever like that, and you're just like, I'm just going to have fun running through this level because I'm Crash and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and you're running through, and you get to the end, and you realize, oh, sh- shit, I missed, like, 30-some boxes. That's not good. Right. And you're like, okay, whatever. And, you know, on other games, they'll just let you bypass that screen, like, go through it faster. Crash, it doesn't let you. Like, you literally have to sit there and watch as each box you miss crushes Crash on this platform, and he gets flatter and flatter on the platform. And you're just like, wow, like, I'm, I'm basically going to crash. That's, that's great, guys. That, that's great. Love it. Thank, thank you for showing that I'm a huge failure on this level. Like, I, I greatly appreciate it. So you could have just told me, hey, you, really... you missed 30 boxes. Come back again and try again. So what you say is you really dislike the game, then just, like, crap, just, just avoid all the boxes. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, I mean, all in all, like, I have fun playing the levels that, you know, are, you know, whatever. You don't have to have them completely completed to get through. But for 
I don't want to say I like have a OCD or anything like that because I really don't. My house is a proven moment for that. But <laughs> I mean, when you're trying to get the plat the platinums and stuff like that, you're just going, well, how the hell am I supposed to get this if I can't get through this freaking level? And the problem for me is the game is not that hard. That's what gets me so much. I'm going, this game is not hard. Why can't I get through this level? And it's either, you know, cameras glitching out or, you know, I'm jumping in the same spot and suddenly my character just falls off the cliff and I'm going, what? How did that happen? And like enemy hitboxes that are bigger than they are. Yeah, like, I think... I've seen you die to... I'm trying to do now and I just, I just gave up. I was like, no, I'm just going to play something else for now because I'm so angry at this game. Um... You're jumping along a bridge, and the bridge is, like, falling out underneath you at the same time. And there's, like, this warthog. And you go to hit the warthog, and somehow he's, like, three sections of the bridge away from you, and he kills you? Like, uh, wait? Wait? How, how does that work? Hitboxes should not be, you know, five times bigger than the character, but it happens, I guess. Uh, classics. Like, really, I, I think, even watching it, because I, I have yet to play it, and I, even watching it, I don't even play it, but I I can get on board with the challenge of it, and the numbers, and the collecting, and all that thing, and like even the, the, authentic, the authentic feel of the original material, but the, the fact that, and I'm sure it's in part of the original game, too, but the fact that it chastises the player yeah. into feeling, I don't know about guilt or whatever, but it seems like a lot of everything, like making you feel bad for failure by throwing all your numbers around and what you missed and things like that. Like, it's, it can be made blatantly clear what they missed. Like, I mean, even Dark Souls. Dark Souls is unforgiving, but it doesn't say you're bad. It never once says you're bad. It just says you're dead. I mean, Or you died. I don't know. And then there's the whole continue screen where it, I'm pretty sure it's Aku Aku. I can't remember the stupid guy. Oh, the, the evil the, one, right? The evil looking mask guy. And he's like, game over. He's and then it asks you if you want to continue or not. Which also, seriously, this game is on PS4 now. Do the loading screens have to be so long? Like, I feel like taking. I can just walk away, go to the bathroom, grab a drink, grab some food, say hi to the cats, sit down, look at the screen for five minutes, and it's still loading. I like, swear there's no, hyper- there's no hyperbole in there, I swear. Ah. Well, Neil, welcome back. I think he's been replaced by a mouse. It could be. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's not a bandicoot. Yeah, as long as it's not a bandicoot right now, we'll be fine. You're a little bit quiet, Neil. By a little bit quiet, I mean your literal mouse. (laughs) (laughs) Remember, I have an ear infection going on. I can't can't hear low noises like that. I literally can't hear them at all. This is fun. This is great. It's getting better, yeah. It's getting a little bit better, slowly. Eventually, Crystal will be able to hear you. (laughs) <laughs> I'm louder, so I'm getting deafened in listening to you talk. Whilst you can barely hear me. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so that, that's good. It, we're getting there. Yeah. Will we find out what Neil says by the end of the podcast? Find out. 
my god. Stay well, tuned. So <laughs> Reach 99 lives on Bandicoot and hit a perfect score on every level, and then you might find out. But, Dark but Souls, you died. Crash Bandicoot Gaming. Oh my god. I think that's I, I've seen that argument. I I remember we've had a couple conversations about it on Twitter and things, but like the big difference is that Dark Souls is challenging, yeah. Whereas Crash Bandicoot is condescending. Like, like it kind of challenges you to get over its problems. Also, when it it's says not like, like it, you've got hundred percent, oh no, that's not good enough. You need a hundred and ten somehow. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it wouldn't be so bad for me if it if it like if it didn't take the player for granted so much like it does. I don't, I don't know. Like I, I mean, Crash Bandicoot fans aren't gonna look at this the same way because I'm sure they're gonna look at it with loving affection that they had when they were young and say this is exactly what I wanted and like this is I mean, this is what I'm that's used what to. I remember too is like I remember being angry at the game. But not to this level of anger. And, I mean, I don't get angry at video games like that. Right, but there are... Have you seen some of those videos of, of comparisons between the old and the yeah. new content? Like, his jumps, not only in Why animation, said, are different, seriously, but... Seriously, the, the new look of him is yeah. supposed to be your distraction away from noticing <laughs> all these problems. By the way, are you excited for the DLC? Oh my god. That's a thing? Well, there's if it some, means that it's fixing everything, then yes. Well, so we leaked, have to pay for the fixes. There are some leaked, tro- leaked trophies, that, uh, yeah, additional trophies. Meh. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that it's going to end up being like the Minecraft DLC. Well, no, I suppose least... it's the DLC that's from that's it's the levels that were cut from the original game. From the original game. Ah, oh, it's me. Go away, me. <laughs> <laughs> Levels cut from the original game. Yeah, because there was a few levels that they cut because yeah, because they couldn't finish them in time. It's because those levels were refined. Is that why they come out? No, it's because they went to play them and they realized they couldn't get through them. <laughs> like these games are so too much like games. You got to make sure they're broken. I mean, I think the only other time I've ever been that angry at a video game was when I was playing in Minecraft Survival. And I was making that house that was huge out of nether brick and sandstone. Oh, yeah. And a freaking creeper came in and blew up half my crap. Or when our game got corrupt. That was the other time I remember getting really mad. Oh, yeah, because we had a huge thing going. Yeah. Jerks. I don't have many I want to cut my penis off moments. <laughs> but oh, thank God there's, two one. There. there's two of them. Crash Bandicoot has one of them. I think Crash Bandicoot just has like just the tip. This this really. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that. I don't want that. But I mean, like, I just think that the problem is is that so many people are like, "Hey, I'm a Crash Bandicoot fan, and I like, like all of this stuff because this is what I grew up with." Fine, I grew up with Mario, but if I'm playing a remake of it, I'm gonna go, "Hey, that's not right." Like, that's not how this is supposed to work. Wasn't that what they're probably doing, too? Like, it's not the exact same as it was. Like, if so, I don't know. Like, I guess this is kind of a quarrel between the integrity of the game itself and then the integrity of the original vision. And Why not? Why not? You, you worry about one, right? Because one demographic is going to be wanting... But 
like with the Tomb Raider stuff. I've got an idea. Like, I've got an idea. Well, that's a completely different. Like, it's not like taking an old game and making it the same. Like making that game new again. It's it's Guys, recreating a concept. I think I have a way to solve both your problems, and it's not just binning Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> Sell it. <laughs> remember Halo, where they remastered. Oh, I can't remember which one it was. The re- Halo One. They remastered Halo 1 on the Xbox 360, but you could switch between the two different graphical styles. That'd be a good option. Why couldn't you just switch between the two different styles? Right. If that you, would be cool. That would be a good You could have compromise. the original game if you want, and then you could have the new version if you also wanted. That's not a bad compromise. I mean, that would... Uh, I don't know how like Activision would look at it, like, from a business standpoint, to be like, oh, man, that's work. Nah. Well, I mean, if they're going to advertise this thing as a whole, you know, like, we've completely remastered it, you'd think that that would include them having to remaster parts of the game that didn't work in the first place. Like, not uh-huh. make them worse. <laughs> well, I, I remember reading this thing saying, like, uh, like, like when, when you're jumping on, like, one example they had was when you're jumping on turtles that are upside down. Yeah. There are so many. I guess there are so many pixels now in the turtles that that surface is no longer flat like it was way back when. So then, Crash ends up kind of just gradually sliding off the turtle as opposed <laughs> to just jumping in one spot. Yeah. Why didn't they just make the turtles bigger? Or why didn't they just make the hitbox and the turtle square? Why just not make square turtles? I mean, it's a fantasy <laughs> game. Just Who make cares? square turtles. <laughs> That's all I want. That's what they were like before. <laughs> and- I mean, you're a giant. Talking Bandicoot. Kind of. Bandicoot! Bandicoot! I think that's what kills me about the loading, is the guy that's just sitting there going, It's Crash Bandicoot! He's an intellectual, that one. Uh, I mean, I'm from Minnesota, but seriously, I don't say coot. 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 So yeah. You never played this, Ben? I, I played the original, I didn't like it. I played 2 and 3 and I loved 3. Yeah, what was the difference then? Well, you kept weapons in three. Oh yeah, you get a bazooka. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe, that, maybe that's my problem. Is maybe maybe I should just stop playing one for a while and just go to the other ones. Yeah, where trust me, I two and three are so much more fun. Yeah, because two had maybe the. Um... Also, what the hell happened there? <laughs> oh, no, it's gone. <laughs> I think I think uh, Neil was sharing his. His, de- he, his desktop. His desktop. <laughs> Good thing he wasn't looking at anything else. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a shame he wasn't looking at anything else. <laughs> Secretly looking at Bandicoot Guys, porn. <laughs> if he wants to find his own lacy romper, we shouldn't judge. It's okay. Dude, rompers are dank. Uh, I'm pretty confident Neil could get away with anything. I'm very confused. I forgot what we were talking about now. <laughs> rompers <laughs> I think we were talking about the other two level or uh, other two other crash games and, yeah yeah the Crash Bandicoot 2 and 3 cause you get upgrades to help you as well don't you like further jumps longer spins doing oh. twirls but okay serious serious note though like if they remake Spyro that'll be my jam but, okay, so that, actually, this this makes for a good conversation. Um, if 
you kind of have to think about this in the same vein then as like crash players would would you want it to be in terms of how to play would you want it to be the same as spyro was then or would you want them to improve on things i would want like the main thing i would want them to improve on is like the same things i wish they could have improved on in the bandicoot game is fixing the controls a little bit and fixing the cameras because that's where 90 percent of the glitches were just tighter and more accessible problems and if they fix those issues because I, I remember in like Spyro, one of the main issues is you're flying and the camera will try to automatically like spin oh, to another yeah. direction and then you land in lava because you can't see where you're landing. Like, just fix it. So is everything, like, make everything tighter and more accessible. Yeah, exactly. It's like not really change the game, just make right. it, like update it for the controller. Yeah. Because you don't, I remember I've read, I read a couple things talking about with, Cra- with Crash, how it's peculiar to play with a joystick it's also a bit yeah small, it is a little a bit weird, but i mean fun. they said that you know for an old school field just to use the d-pad so i tried that and no i, I still want to cut my dick off so like it didn't help <laughs> the condition hasn't changed yeah, well we all agree now that it's always a bit more fun when it's a bit tighter <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i should not have tried to take a trick at that moment oh, that time was fantastic <laughs> <laughs> well played well played! Oh my god. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be tired this if it was well played. Brought to you by <laughs> by Ben. <laughs> oh god. I was I was gonna say something weird, but I think that would just shine a light on like the things I know, and I don't think anyone needs to know that. Well, now we'd have to give a warning at the start of the podcast, probably. Yeah, things you don't know will be told. Beware. <laughs> Ah, that just sounds like a BuzzFeed article. Right? <laughs> Click here for things you don't know. All right. <laughs> uh, it was like I, was watch- I don't know if you've ever watched something called Mike Evans on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I'd recommend it. Some mm-hmm. of his stuff he's, he does is funny. And he's reading like these quite clickbait articles. And one of them is like 60% of people over... Yeah, so it's like no, it's like forty percent of blah 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 own homes, but younger people don't own homes. They read the article, and then it's like thirty six percent, sixty, fifty four percent of what, yeah, thirty to forty year olds old a home, and he worked out that actually, it's the complete reverse of the article. They literally just got the numbers wrong in oh, their own course. article. Yeah, it's like this, this many people don't own a house, but this many do, but. There's more than the own house isn't, but it says <laughs> there isn't. But okay, but yeah, Mike Jevons, I do recommend it. Man, the things I learned. Even if it's only the the song about the difference between British words and American words. That's actually like a fun thing. Yeah, it is. I love that oh stuff. My God, yeah, I love stuff. <laughs> I, I think my my first like opening to that was when um. A buddy of mine way back in the day, you know, like, MySpace day, like, this this is a while, um, we were chatting, and he was like, hang on, I need to go take a shower, I smell like cigarette and fags, and I was like, oh, oh my, where were you all night, man, like, what was happening? What? Is that what, you guys don't do that? <laughs> uh, I think one well, of my, my first Like, ones. he legitimately didn't know what I meant, and I went, that's a derogatory term here. Yeah. And he goes, oh, 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 my, no, 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 no. That is not at all what I mean. Like, I was like, okay. 
my first one was this is over eighteen. This one really, I was no. doing. Um, I was actually doing volunteer work for the Red Cross in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, I you was, poor I, soul. I'm sorry. I was Texas. there for three months. Right, and they told me, "Oh, we need to stuff these fanny packs." <laughs> well, for me, I was thinking, "What?" <laughs> I'm trying my best to sit there and look at him with a serious face as he tells me to go stuff these fanny packs. Make sure they're full. You're probably like one of the cast members in uh, Life of Brian when they were doing the biggest dickest scene. What? What What are you saying to me? Is that how things are over here? I've only been here a day, but okay. (laughs) Things move pretty fast. At least buy me a drink, man. <laughs> I thought you had to be 18 here. I'm 17. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so yeah, it's like telling me to stuff some fanny packs. <laughs> totally different meaning. Yeah. It's like the whole thing with the, the bollocks and the dog's bollocks. Then everyone knows that I got into trouble with the uh, news agent as well. Because I went with my mum to Texas. And she smoked. Yeah. Well, I Uh-oh. forgot what that word meant over in America. So I went into the newsagents asking them how much they were. No. Oh. Where I could buy them. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> uh, excuse you? What? What? So, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. And because you were in Texas, I'm sure they were giving you a real dirty look. <laughs> oh, I ran out there. <laughs> Uh, we've lost I think the other the, kind of thing. I think the only place we went wrong in terms of a, a language is that over here in America we don't have words like faff. Yeah. Right. I feel like that's necessary. Yeah. That word we're is faff, awesome. Faffing about. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna go faff off for a while. <laughs> yeah. Faffy faff. Oh, we got Neil. Oh, do you hear me? I oh, know we see his background. Yeah, again, and it's gone. Oh, <laughs> oh look, there's oh. the Crash Bandicoot porn again. <laughs> Shush. <laughs> I was saving that for the season finale. We're going to have a season finale of this conversation? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Crash Bandicoot, anyway. So what did you hear? What have you heard? Oh, I've heard everything so far. It's just I'm quietly screaming in the background, saying, I can have an opinion on this. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you are now you have a voice, so you can have an opinion. Yeah, you can. I can. Yeah, that's the problem now. The, the moment's gone. It's like, you know, I'm not, I'm not in the mood. It's Bye, it. Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you know, uh, that sounds like a personal problem, and they make pills for that now. <laughs> they do. They what, do. what, fanny packs? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this took a hard turn. That's also phrasing. Uh, I'm glad the tone was uh, kept at the right level while I was uh, <laughs> <laughs> We warned you, we're all five here. It's we did fun. not go amiss without you. I think I think I'm partially responsible for it ever going this low in the first place. So <laughs> we found the bar, and then my fat belly knocked it off. <laughs> you dropped, dropped the bar. Fantastic! Oh, we took Crash Bandicoot for a bit. That's for sure. We sure did. And some other around it. <laughs> Baffing about.
Yes. <laughs> well, I would be interested to know what you think about the the argument, like the the difference between the dark integrity of original vision and yeah, the, the integrity of original vision versus the integrity of the current generation. I think the game is more than a decade old. You have to tweak things because a lot of games, because there's a lot of stuff that needs. I mean, even say Jack and Daxter, which I love. Oh I, yeah, those even, didn't. Even the horrendous Vita version, I did the Platinum 100%, etc. because I love that game and I could persevere through it. But if they were to remake it, I would want them to tweak the controls a bit on some of the sections so that I don't fall to my death 60 times in a row trying to make one jump. It's like, which exactly. no matter. I mean, like, I, I know I've brought it up a few times in here because I don't have a lot of gaming experience, but like American McGee's Alice. The first game before um, Madness Returns, that was a 10-year-old game at the time. And mm. it was only out on PC. And yes, it's available in, you know, if you bought the PS3 version, you also got the original version that was on PC as well. But if you try to play that even on PS3, it's the controls are so different than what it was on PC. And the PC game was hard. Like, you try to jump one area and you completely biff it. And you're just like, well, pff, I know I biffed it because I didn't hit my buttons in time. But the PS4, ver- or PS4 version, um, the Madness Returns, they completely changed things. Like, they upgraded the graphics. They, you know, made new things for the characters, but stayed true to the whole storyline. And also upgraded, you know, the camera angles, upgraded the controls, made it that new game, but with the old game feeling still. That's that's a good yeah. trade-off, yeah? I mean, yeah, exactly. You get something new and more refined, but like they also include the original concept. Exactly. So that feeds everything. And I, yeah. I don't think like there were many like mad fans about it. Like they were just, like we were really happy with it, and we'd love to see more of that stuff coming around. Right. But because I mean, it's considered a cult classic game, and I mean, you look up on eBay how much the original PC game was. Oh, that man. thing is like a couple hundred bucks. But I mean, it—that's what I was wishing for with Crash, and when I didn't get it, I was a little disappointed. Where a little? Okay, a lot. <laughs> I mean, I still enjoy the game, and I'll probably keep trying to play it no matter how many penises it's up from being <laughs> dropped window after being cut off. But, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, it's one of those where I'm going, how long is it going to take me to finish it? Because I get so mad at it. I, I think it, at this point it'd be a good idea to do, like, what Ben was saying. Yeah, just switch and, to a different... Yeah, try the other two games. See how much better two. they are. Yeah. I mean, if I don't finish the first one... Probably still gonna hate myself a little bit because I'll Probably see won't. the trophy thing on my thing. Yeah, once you've had a little less, less rage, and then you can go back with a. You won't have rage, a stub. Rage boner. You won't have True. a stub anymore. True. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but like one, yeah. like, I know I. This might be actually a good segue to Metal Gear because you know I started with two, with the more refined one, and I got quite a bit of insight into what I wanted in the franchise. Uh, versus how it was right so i didn't have a lot of the original expectations so like something that when you get exposed to something initially that has more refinement it kind of makes you appreciate where it's gone as opposed to where it's stuck you know yeah 
So maybe going to two and three and then going back to one might help some things. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't give them an excuse or anything, but for your own solos. Or, you know, just go back and play games I need to finish anyway. Like, I still haven't finished Deadpool, and Deadpool's fun. Hashtag this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, also, Tim it. needs to get back off at 14. It's been ages. Dude, leveling <laughs> is killing me. I need to get to 60 so I can actually see something outside of Palace of the Dead. What level are you now? Uh, I think... Like just started fifty eight, nice. but it's like eight runs per level, and I'm doing Do the, the dismemberment thing. Huh? Do PvP occasionally? Uh, where do I do that? I mean, I know I've, I know I've come across it. I just it's can't remember just where it is. Duty Finder. Oh, it's just hmm. at the end of the Duty Finder. Uh, they've nerfed the XP now, but if you get good, if you get a win, it's still decentish. They've nerfed it oh, because nerfed people were joining in and just sitting there. Yeah, they added P- uh, XP uh, to normal content in PvP in Stormblood. Hmm. You get about 600,000 XP after level 60, so you probably get about 300,000, 400,000. Okay. Well, I do want to get back into it, especially now that my yeah. current view is on the, the last of its legs, so... But yeah, it, people they nerfed it because people because they had it so that everyone got the same XP if you won or lost. No matter what really? what you did, you'd still get the same amount of XP. So people would just go in and sit there and do nothing until the matches. Yeah, over. that's. I mean, that's not a bad thing to do when it's yeah. starting up, just to get people to want to do it. But yeah, you know, people are as proof is proven. Yeah, it people are gonna you know, bastardize just sit there and the do whole nothing. thing. Which is I played enough WoW to know that people are going to piggyback on other people's successes in PvP. Yeah. But yeah, I'd recommend it. It's a lot more fun now that they've completely reworked the PvP. Is it like a level scale thing? Like if I were to go no. in with you, would it be... It's all the, everyone's the same. Everyone's got the same stats, abilities, everything. So we could? Yeah. Would you and be up for you, it sometimes? Yeah, sure. Uh, free, and also, if you make sure you click Freelance, which I think it's automatic now, it doesn't matter which company you're with, which just puts you in the random company. Delicious. Even if you're, say, I'm with Flames and you're with Twin Adders, it wouldn't matter. We'll just be in a random company. And no matter what we do, we'll still get Grand Company points for our company. Twin Adders? Yeah, Twin Adders is Gridania. Oh. I was thinking maybe if I if it were options for Adders, I'd just go with Black Adder. <laughs> <laughs> maybe they're Twin Black Adders. That would be impressive, wouldn't it? <laughs> just all cod pieces everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, anyway. Okay. I cool. got to talk about Fantasy fourteen. Ha ha! Screw you, Neil. <laughs> 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 it got really quiet, so I was concerned that he was really like engrossed into his bandicoot porn again. No, he would have the noise. He <laughs> do things. Does he? Does he end it with saying like that thing Crash does when he gets a mask? More <laughs> <laughs> well, like um. It's more like <laughs> It's uh, more like Dark Eco Jack in Jack Baxter, just where, you know, goes full on purple and weird. Probably more description than's needed, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I was just trying to be kind hearted joke. I didn't mean to actually. Oh, yeah, you know, that's, you, you take it down that road, man. I'm going to drive the whole way. <laughs> He's committal. I like it. The tone has been set. That's We know where we're going on that one. This cool. episode brought to you by Boy Christ. 
<laughs> I think this is definitely worthy of an, a, a milestone episode in terms of going off the plot somewhat. But, uh, we've been, done well. I've been really enjoyed it though. It's it's nice yeah, having oh, yeah, Crystal Lutin. Yeah. I mean, Christ, yeah, it's a nice, very different. Uh, well, I say different, like it's <laughs> more like we did back before I became too formal <laughs> with the uh, organizing things. Also, we might have a Rob in the future. Oh, we could definitely have a Rob on again in the because future. Because I asked him and he wants to be on to gush over Sonic Mania. Oh, that'd be two of us. That'd and me as well. Well, I hope, I hope to God I am definitely doing it because otherwise that, that will break a little piece of my heart is left for Sonic <laughs> if that doesn't turn out to be good. It's like, oh, man. But you can create a conversation with somebody. Forces. You know, something else with this. Have you guys ever had a female gamer on here before? I don't know. Not don't in the time I so. 4GO had a female gamer, but yeah. Yeah, that's uh, stretching the... Uh, not the female part, but the, the gamer part. <laughs> yeah. Stretching the female bit. <laughs> well, back to the fanny pack. Well, her job... Won. I can't really bring it up here because even as far as we've gone, it's a bit too far. It's a bit too far. It's a bit too far. <laughs> it's too far for Ben. Wow, damn. <laughs> <laughs> we found friendly. A... <laughs> Man, I wouldn't call myself like an avid gamer, but I would say casual would be a good term for it. Hey, you got more filthy, platinum than me. Filthy casual. You got more platinum than me, Crystal. Oh, well, there, there we go. go. See? Do you have one? Hey, I'm pretty proud of the fact that one of them is Minecraft on PS4, so... I, I think I have two Love. Platinums. Ben, I'm so surprised you don't have the Platinum for 14. Like, just, just by leave. default. It's a leave okay, quest if one. you don't have Wolf Among Us, I'm going to have to judge you a little bit. That one's not automatic, though. Yeah, it's so didn't even easy, buy it. Well, Wa- Walking Dead is easy. That's automatic. Yeah, Wolf Among Us is like the hard... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> See, that's why I don't, I don't buy... Um, those games. Yeah, I've given up. No, I just don't like getting the. I don't like having the trophies on my list. Yeah, the, that's why. Any plans I've got are the ones I really care about. Like Goat well, see, Simulator. Wolf Among Us, I liked too, just because it was. <laughs> it goes that whole like fairy tale storylines, and they went with some pretty obscure ones in there. That yeah. and I think that's what really got me to keep going with it, even though it was basically like, just click here and tell them what to do. But... Well, yeah, that's the Telltale. Oh formula. yeah, Fantasy yeah, Fifteen. I think I got a platinum for that. I'm just surprised you don't have Fourteen by default. It's the leave quests. You got to do a thousand leave quests, and they reset like five every twelve hours. No, I nearly got it. I just got the Date Barrett trophy, and I kept screwing it up because you've got to do the right. They got to pl- click the exact right options to annoy both Aerith and Tifa, and I don't. Ben just said some stuff, and yeah, uh... I talked about Tifa and Aerith and Barrett. No, so seriously, Barrett is waifu. Yeah, but you got to annoy both Tifa and Aerith to do it. So he's no Zeb. Easy. You're like Barrett's better the whole time. Bye. <laughs> Barrett's better. Bye. Can't you date the dog if I'm like the red thirteen? Yeah. Yeah. You know what the whole dating aspect of games? You know what I'm really, really still waiting for. Sims multiplayer for Stardew Valley. Oh my God! I need it. Switch only. Amen. Amen. Please, thank you. I thought I thought that was Switch only. It's no, not- it's starting on Switch. Oh, yeah. good. I I was really annoyed. 
because I thought it was going to be literally switch right. he, he is like one guy, so it's like he, he's uh, got a lot of time to do it at this point, and it's still going to take a while. But uh... it's okay. We're still getting the greatest game of the year. Hopefully this year, if it's got released date yet. I didn't know. I just Undertale. I have to give him credit for like really going with the idea of having all the different character combos like fine i'm one of those girls i play as a male character all the time like i know lots of guys that play as female characters all the time me (laughs) yes tim i'm talking about you (laughs) but i was really happy with the idea that in the game you could like i went after sebastian because i thought his character was you know really intriguing in the fact that you didn't really know a lot about him until you got to start like knowing him which a lot of the other ones you can be like wow she's kind of a bitch all right or you know god that guy's a dick because he's old and crabby like yeah sebastian was a recluse (laughs) yeah he was completely reclusive he was in his basement the entire time like in his bedroom so you really didn't know a lot about his character until you're starting to like try to court him. I was afraid that because my character was a male character, I wasn't going to be able to find out info about this character. But then written into it, like as I'm getting, I think I was up to like eight or nine hearts, like right before you can give him the amulet to marry him. Um, he was like, I've never been with another guy before. And I went, okay, like that's that. I don't know if a lot of people would have thought about to put into a game. Mm, right. of if, that was not an intended thing to first put into the game before, and he just added it, that's, like, one of those phrases that just kind of goes, hey, it's not a normal thing, but I'm going to let it be in here because it is a thing. Right, this guy's woke. Exactly. That's it. And, you know, where a big company would say, oh, there's too much work to do all this stuff, and like that, and this one guy just yeah. saying, oh, whatever, yeah. wherever it falls, you know. I want to play Stardew Valley now. And I have to say, the pixel art in that game is pretty impressive for one guy to sit there and do all of that. Like, yeah, just the tiny detail, like the little worms, the things. That yeah. The, just that. I did, for ages, not knowing that you could dig them up. It's yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> I, was, I looked at Tim the moment like I found that out from, like, you're sitting there watching the TV every day going, I'm trying to learn new things. Awesome. And I, when it came up, I looked at Tim and I went, are you freaking shitting me? <laughs> How long could you have dug these up? Like, I feel really dumb. Because I think I was in, like, my third or fourth year yeah. on it. And I was like, How long could I have been freaking digging these stupid worms up, finding artifacts? Like, what the <laughs> hell? Three years worth. That would have been a ton. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was, like, the first year. And then suddenly realized, because I was just digging in general, I was like, oh, Okay, all right, that works. Math. Yeah. <laughs> like, he reviewed it for us, Neil did. Yeah, nice. loved it. I, loved I really, it. like, I'm a big Minecraft fan just because of the, like, absent-mindedness of the game. Oh, yeah, definitely same here on that one. It's just that perfect kind of game for that. Yeah. So. Like, you don't... I feel like if it, you were to take, like, Minecraft and Sims and, you know, just really simple games and push them all together. Um, Take out all their faff? Yeah. And then, um, oh my god, what's that? Harvest Moon. There you go. If you were to put a little bit of that in there, that's Stardew Valley. Oh, yeah. And, I don't know, like, 
like I said, I don't mind sitting there grinding out all of the stuff in Minecraft. So having to deal with all the field work <laughs> in Stardew Valley doesn't bother me. But it just becomes routine as well, which is yeah, exactly. It's mad. I'm more organized in Stardew Valley than in real life. It's like <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I even got so bad where I have like each of my chests are like color coordinated. So anything that has like ocean water stuff is a blue chest. Anything that's like vegetables is like an orangey chest. Like that's how that's how organized I went in that game. I'm not that organized at home. No way. <laughs> Brilliant. My art studio will prove that a hundred percent. Yeah, I think I like lined up all the things I needed in the house along the same wall towards bed, so that I just do them all before I go to bed. I thought. Yeah. And just come back out and collect all the stuff again as you go out. It's like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, weird that it does bring that out in you, even if you're not like that anyway. It's just uh, it's a strange, strange thing. I think I like, too, the fact that they changed, um, like, if you're in the mines and you died before you were in a relationship, um, you know, they had, oh, I can't even remember his name the, now. The um, homeless guy. Yeah. He would show up. And he'd like they'd be like, oh, we found you in the mines, and you know you you hit your head pretty hard. You know, watch yourself, and you'd lose your items and some gold, but and whatever. Quote, quote, you lost your money. Um, yeah. And he didn't take it or anything. Yeah, no, didn't take it, not at all. Um, but then like once I got into a relationship with Sebastian, and I would die in the mines, um, he would be the one that had found me, and it would actually affect the heart level. And, um, like, I remember one, I was so mad. I just restarted the day because I was so mad about it. Uh -huh. um, but it was, uh, I think I lost, like, 10,000 gold or something. Oof. And Oof. I lost, like, 10 items in my inventory and, like, the last seven or eight levels in the cave. But uh -huh. the thing that, like, just brought me down the most was the fact that Sebastian was like, don't ever do this to me again. I was so worried I had lost you. And, like, don't do this again. I was so worried. Seeing your lifeless body, I didn't know what to do. And I was like, oh, my God. I just, oh, my God. What have I done? Sebastian's so done? dramatic. Yeah, he is. But, I mean, like. You dead, bro? It, you think about it in the fact that, like, anybody in an act, like, in a relationship, like, with you and me. What? If that was a situation <laughs> of, like, you got hurt somewhere, yeah, I'd be freaking upset. You were doing something stupid. I'd be mad at you, and you'd probably be the same way about me. Like, I don't go outside, though. So. I don't either, so it's fine. <laughs> Unless it's a mine shaft in your house, you're fine. Exactly. We need. We, we have an idea now. Holy, holy crap, yeah, we can make money in town. Yep. Yep. 100%. We're good. That's good. Yeah. As long as we don't find zombies, I'm good. Well, those weird flying things. Yeah. Birds? What the heck? Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's in the desert. Like, in the desert caves, there's, like, these weird oh. flying dragon thingies. I haven't gone that far. So evil! There's some freaky-ass creatures in those dungeons. Yeah, I, I want to know what the guy who made it was, like, how he came up with some of that stuff. Drugs! Like, who comes up with that crap? I'm sitting like, what the hell is that thing? Well, who knows? How do we kill it? What do I do? Before the game came out, he had a big community helping him out with stuff. 
Oh, yeah. So you probably could have gotten some inspirations from there, too. Probably. I mean, he's just one guy. It's a smart way to go about it. Yeah. Bring in some peeps. Be like, dude. <laughs> yeah, crowdsource your ideas. It's, uh, yeah. Especially when you work on your own. Makes sense. Hashtag. Hashtags. Um, other games, I suppose, as we're still talking about games, as is customary on a podcast about talking about games. Um, Tim, was there anything else on your side? Uh, I got one I'm playing, but as of now, I can't, you know. Can't say much. Talk about it. You know, you know. Yeah, talk. It's, it's top secret black ops and stuff. Hush, hush, shush, shush. Yeah, I actually sit with, like, one of those Japanese walls in between us, so I don't see it. Not not really, but it sounds good. It's that covert. She made up a story. Yeah, I, I, make, I literally make my son stand in a corner facing the wall whenever I'm playing anything for review. It's just... <laughs> can't risk it. Can't risk him going to school and saying, hey, my dad was playing this game. It's like... Uh, the full life would be huge. Yeah, who knows if there's IGN members there. Yeah, this is it. <laughs> who knows if... Fucking Greg Miller is gonna <laughs> my son's school for some inexplicable reason. <laughs> Excuse me, <laughs> you know somebody I know. <laughs> I heard he's playing some video games that you're not supposed to talk about. Have some candy. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! That got dark right quick. <laughs> dark. I mean, our limits from Ben. <laughs> I, I really did like Greg Miller, but <laughs> that might be pushing it. Uh, to be fair, they'll watch any of his content, so. Yeah, he can stick his content somewhere, that's for sure. I think it, was he on Easy Allies? Or am I thinking of someone no. else? No, that's a different thing. Okay, because that pissed me off more. Oh, okay. When they did that Final Fantasy 15, they didn't really know anything about Final Fantasy. You know, the, the launch party thing. Oh, that sounds like Greg Miller, to be honest. Like, yeah. It that made not... me sad when he got to meet Hideo Kojima. He got to like the whole time, but I always got some little solace out of it because the whole time Hideo Kojima's like, "Alright, I'm like, what are you? <laughs> what even are you? <laughs> what? What even? What even? But yeah, yeah. we're making some pow- powerful enemies today. Trump, Activision, <laughs> and now Greg Miller. <laughs> One of these is slightly different than the other. <laughs> Not by much, though. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. One is more orange, guys. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. But you too can have this wonderful Trump look with Cheetos and nachos. <laughs> That's Crash, isn't it? We've, we've unlocked it all. Yeah. <laughs> we've unlocked the final box. <laughs> you know, go, going with the conversation we were having earlier of like a game that you would like to see as an anime, what about an anime you'd like to see as a game? Well, I almost think that'd be harder. Right? I mean, one of them for me is done you know in, in a sense because persona has been done but i suppose i'd like to see more of persona 5 as an anime because you know they only did i'm sure like, it'll happen they did like that preview beginning thing that was all right but it felt out of place with the rest of the game you know yeah and again that's another thing an anime of that is never going to fit your the way you played that game and that's no right because of the branching choices <sighs> other than that oh man um God, I don't watch enough to know. I, got, I don't know, Parasite, I like that. The idea of being a guy who's like... Oh, part, yeah. Partly got a weird being attached to him and 
being part of him. Yeah, I like that would be kind of cool. But uh, yeah, I suppose the most obvious one at the minute is like My Hero Academia. It's like obviously a big thing and has that superhero vibe. It could translate very well to a video game. Oh, it has games. Does it? Crime yeah. I'm surprised. This is how knowledgeable I am about such a thing. I was going to say, I think we were just talking about that yesterday in Martin yeah. Noble. They oh. have uh, PS3 games for sure. I think there are some Vita ones. All right. But you don't have that thing, jerk. I, I got. I plateaued with, <laughs> with uh, Persona 4. So <laughs> in fairness. Like, there's nothing else now. Uh, that's it. What else is there that I can play on here that will ever come as close? Since... Oh, you're right. Yeah. There's... I would love to see Trigun in a game as a game you know like the old there was the old Inuyasha game on PS1 I think it was yeah um I mean it was never released to like English but you could kind of figure out what the game was doing because they had all the characters that you could play as and um I mean that would be the easiest way to do it but I overall I think it would just be kind of a fun game to try to play it with all the backstory in there too for each character, I think it'd just be fun. While we're on this subject, actually, I think what would make a really good anime would like they they translated Catherine from a game to an anime. Mm, definitely, especially as you know, it shares that uh, Persona Five style art. Obviously, yeah. it, they work quite well. So yeah, I'd say that would be brilliant. God, I'd love to see that as an anime. Actually, yeah. Mm. It's just, it's there. It's well suited. Just don't make a live action version in English, uh, Netflix. That, that yeah, Netflix. No. <laughs> don't, just don't. So you're saying that. Otherwise, you'll forever be thought of as the new Avatar. So you're saying that the Death Note is bad? I'm saying it has the potential to be bad, and that potential is quite huge. Oh, you mean the, the whitewashing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't the help. White, the whitewashing. I'm just watching it for Willem Dafoe. I mean, yeah, that is it. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that's like the best <laughs> casting they could have made, but... The only casting you could make. Hashtag. Uh, or uh, else I'll chaos reigns. I mean, I'll watch it to say I watched it. It doesn't mean I have to like it. I'd like I to mean... see a, a proper Bleach game. Because that could be quite interesting, I think. What about Fairy yeah. Tale? That's not that much, to be honest. They I could think... make that into like an RPG, couldn't they? I mean, yeah, it's there. Yeah, everything's there. I... From the first time I watched it, it was like, this would make a great game. And I, it, I just love it. You know, to have a proper big RPG like that with those characters. A little like uh, Star Ocean. Yeah. Or, you know, obviously the other route you could go, do the Warriors route, do a spin-off there like everything else does. So, yeah. I'd ruin it. <laughs> I'd also like a Yu-Gi-Oh! VR game. A Yu-Gi-Oh! I want to play. I want to I wanna be that guy. Yeah. That that activates trap cards. I do. I want. I want yeah, I want three D monsters to appear in front of me as I place the card down. Amazing. That would be dank. Like straight up. That'd be. What is that? What was that? Of Eternity or something? That. Yeah, I have judgment. There it is. That yeah. old game. Like it felt cool oh, for like a second. I that. Yeah. But imagine that matter. with PSVR, where you don't actually need. Yeah. You know, like setup. Like just. Yeah. Just gimme. Yeah. I thought yeah, of an old. AR would be amazing. Yeah. Actual ultimate. Yeah. You know, ultimate reality. Yeah. It'd be. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, I thought an obvious one that uh, I think did get brought up as a rumored thing a few years ago, which was uh, Kill the Kill, which is uh, a good one. I mean, that, that's platinum written all over it. Yeah, that's uh, if anyone I, else handled it, it would be 
a disgrace, honestly. Yeah. I mean, it's there, isn't it? I mean, the problem with a lot of anime shows is I don't, there's, there's aspects of it that would just be very, um, how shall we say, problematic, you know, putting into a game, considering their central themes. So that would be my only worry there. And yeah, you've got bits that might work, but then do just cut the rest out and hope for the best. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. Most of the other popular ones have games, to be honest. This is the thing, isn't it? It's, uh... Yeah. And most of them are bad. Yeah. More Ghibli-based games would be nice, though. Yeah. Not just Nino, but actually... I mean, they've proven they can do it. That'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, Christ, Laputa would be perfect. I mean, it's kind of... spirited it. away. Yeah. Oh, that'd man. Be a good one. That'd be... A lot of conflict in that one. That'd be perfect. Yeah. God, yeah. That'd be good. Or Halloween Castle, even. That would be kind of cool. You get to yeah. be... You get to drive the castle. <laughs> just, uh, Why not? I'm guess- like, just have it, like, the point is that you have to run away from the Witch of the Waste. Like, that'd and be then, so awful. And then have a little demon fire badgering you the whole time? Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Can't go wrong there. there would not uh, really so on uh, having Grave of the Fireflies, so yeah, that might be a bit... Uh, Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. The feels. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. I just saw that recently. I think that's his best one, to be perfectly honest. Which one? Grave of the Fireflies. I haven't seen that one yet. You keep watching them without me. Because uh, just... you watched when Marnie was there without me, and then you watched Grave of the Fireflies. Well, they're also, I've also watched them before localization, and you don't do subtitles most of the time. Uh, I do sometimes. Like, like when sometimes. I'm not busy with doing other stuff. Sometimes. I think the other... <laughs> <laughs> Most obvious one is probably Akira. If you're going in terms of manga anime sort of things, uh, it's you know that's got a nice aesthetic to it that would work quite well. I mean, if they did a hand drawing effect to it, it would probably that translate would well. Cool. Yeah, I mean that was the whole. That's like the endearing factor of that anime. So okay. if they like kept to it, it would be the best thing they could do. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, I think it's. I suppose most of them have been done. So it's not too much left to say from it. Um, I suppose they get back to what we were talking about. <laughs> we do that. Uh, uh, other games. Ben, did you play anything other than Final Fantasy? I did, kind of. Oh, kind of. Yeah, it was the plus I game know. this month. Don't die, Mr. Robot. Oh, cool. That's cool, because I was going to talk about the different plus games. So, yeah, how is Don't Die, Mr. Robot? It's, it's really addictive, actually. It's quite fun. The whole point is just to dodge stuff and hit the fruit, so when you hit the fruit, it causes everything to explode. Nice. That's all you need. Um, but it's, it's it's like a mixture of snake and asteroids, in a way, because uh, the longer you live, the more stuff that starts appearing on the screen. But the best part is, you, yeah, you, you, as long as you don't get the fruit, they will keep stacking up. So yeah. you, you just got to keep it until you can get a good combo and then points. Uh, but yeah, the game is a lot of fun. It's, it's. I don't know if the power ups actually work though. It did. But yeah. yeah, yeah, nice. It's a fun little game. I, I do recommend giving it a download if you've got plus because it's free. It's a Vita game. Vita game, one of those. But it's also on PS4, so. Yes, it's, it's both, isn't it? Um, personally, I can add a few. I suppose I played. I had to review it anyway. So I got it before uh, the plus day, but that's you, the uh, PlayLink smartphone game. That's a which is yeah, a nice little party game. I like the idea. It certainly sells the idea of PlayLink. You know, 
and having games that can be played with people that aren't that interested in games in matter of fact and it's a, a tree level in the sense of you're just having a party game where everyone gets the basic idea of it it's got basic features of most smartphone apps you know, that have social features such, you know your snapchat sort of thing and whatsapp and then taking it into that sort of you know game showy sort of thing just pictionary sort of stuff as well and yeah it's a little light in certain areas but as a, as a proof of concept it works and putting it on plus is a no-brainer because now you know you've got all these people out not only the you know the playlink app for future games but uh getting a good audience behind it hopefully give it some longevity meaning they'll add more modes and things to it as the game evolve and evolve oh i'm getting some, some static there what is that somebody turn on the sink Oh my. What the fuck? <laughs> that got intense. Oh my. You okay, Ben? <laughs> what happened? Your voice is like super loud and weird. Yeah. Like somebody is assaulting you and you're screaming at them. <laughs> Oh my god, I think we, we are cursed this week with podcasting. Yeah, this is a great podcast. <laughs> it sounds like one of those really, really like bad moments on like one of those NCIS stuff where they're like having the black box playing back or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or like in one of those horror movies where it's like ghostly recordings and shit and it's just gone like, okay, everything seems normal and then it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Poor Ben. Or Ben. It's normally Ben. Uh, it's normally Gary, the chipmunk voice, but now Ben. Guys, I, guys, Trump got to him. Oh no. Oh no. I mean, I mean, is this not a coincidence now? You know, I got cut out and my laptop crashed. Now Ben, it's Trump or Activision or maybe. Greg Miller. Oh, yeah, maybe it's a combination of the three. Maybe they are the Illuminati uh, as a whole. <laughs> They're in cahoots. <laughs> They're in cahoots. <laughs> the Greg Miller money, the Activision money, it all goes in the Trump. You know, you know what though, with the Trump thing, is now we know that there really isn't aliens, or they didn't trust Trump enough with the info about the aliens. Because do you think he would have been able to keep his mouth shut about it? You kind of wish he wouldn't, if that was the case, because right? They'd have to shoot him. So, ooh, ooh, hmm. Now that, that's a whole new ballgame. <laughs> I mean, someone, someone could clearly goad him on Twitter. Just say, so, I bet they didn't even tell you about the aliens, did they? <laughs> like that. And he'd, just, he'd go, tell me everything about the aliens. I know all about the aliens. They're great aliens. You'll love to meet them. And it'd just be, yeah, then they'd shoot him. Or throw him in a bin somewhere. I don't know. I can see that. <laughs> Jesus, Ben. No flashy thingy him like in Men in Black. <laughs> oh, more's the pity. They could start from scratch then. But then, wouldn't they have done that already? Hmm. Or did they do that already? Is that the maybe problem? they did already? Ooh, ooh, ooh. Head deep. This episode brought to you by conspiracy theories. <laughs> this is like the most political. And Will Smith, Men in Black. Here comes Men in Black. Never let you remember. 
This is a good sign. That's going to be an interesting one when we're promoting this uh, podcast uh, more this week than ever. And uh, we start talking about politics more than ever. <laughs> we could end up with some very interesting replies. <laughs> Ooh la la. Ben, um, ben says lol. So I'm guessing is the best he can do without terrifying us at the minute. Yeah, it's either lol or... <laughs> Or either, look, I am your father. <laughs> um, I don't know what else to talk about games. <laughs> I mean, you talk about Minecraft, I started playing that again as well. It's uh, just doing the opposite. Teaching the son how to do survival mode because, you know, he just likes creative mode chaos, and which usually involves, let's build something, Dad. No, now let's blow it up with every bit of TNT I can create. And it's like, yeah, okay. And yeah, just basically. <laughs> yeah, okay. Leveling mountains and uh, killing off everything in the nearby vicinity. But yeah, no, it's been fun sort of teaching him that to get in before dark. You know, a life lesson in general. But uh, and uh, don't yes. leave the don't leave the doors. I wish the PS4 would get updates with like the new stuff on the game faster because yeah. I love to get my hands on command blocks. Oh yes. This is it. It's it's annoying when you see those sort of things and you go, oh, that'd be cool. And you're like, no, we don't have that yet. So, and I, I guess that will get slower and slower as time goes on as well with uh, the current climate on that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear, dear, dear. Um, I think I that's... I like, I like doing creative stuff, though, and then like setting it so the world can be in a survival mode but still let everybody fly around. Because hmm. when you have a world that's like the biggest you can make it on PS4, it can literally take you days to get to somebody's house. Oh man, uh, the early days of that, trying to search around for where you left your house because you wandered too far and just uh, terrible. Just I, I've actually started a, I have a binder for my Minecraft worlds I've created <laughs> and I have coordinates written down for like all the houses according okay. to the map. So that I, I literally, I think, went around one big map in a circle making houses because I kept losing the last one. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, kind of what I did in this one. And then I decided I was going to have um, kind of a game for everybody to play in it. So I started doing like little pixel art in there. The only way you can really see it is if you're right on top of it. Yeah. Or if you've taken a, uh, what is it, a water breathing potion and a potion of night vision. Um, but I've done little pixel arts of all the a bunch of different Pokemon hidden in the world. Um, so, like, now I'm starting to associate, okay, my main house is over by Bulbasaur, but where the hell is Bulbasaur now? <laughs> or the secondary house was over by Pikachu. Oh, crap, where did I build Pikachu? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. I mean, that's... I found that anew now as well. Now that I know, you know, to light my way, you know, have a trail for when I go from place to place. Uh, when I'm playing with him, he obviously just wanders off. Like he'll go and do something, and he'll go further. And I'll say, "Don't go far. Just stay here." Like that doesn't bode well for real life, obviously. And and he'll just suddenly go, "Where are you?" I go, "I can't see you." Not if you're close enough, you can see each other's sort of icon avatar thing. But if you get far enough, you can't see anything. And it's just like then a game of. Turn around so I can see the horizon. Turn around. No, not that way. No, this way. No, that. No, <laughs> give me the pad. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a. 
uh, boy who's nearly six. He's fairly adept, you know, doing stuff like that. But yeah, it, there's just those little logic holes when you've been playing games for so many years and there's someone who hasn't, and you just you, you get all backseat drivery and just like I can't believe you don't know this. It's sort of, <laughs> it's, like, it's like he'll play Rocket League with me, and it's like it's like he only thinks you can score from the kickoff. He's, any other time, he's just like rolling around in circles, flipping the car around, and like. He goes, oh, I can't do anything. It's like, because because you're not trying. You, you know, drive drive this way to the ball to the ball like that. <laughs> just, it's like, also, just use the camera that focuses on the ball, okay? And then he'll press it again, and it'll be off the ball, and just like, well, you've pressed it, and and ah, uh, an endless frustration, but it's also fun because when it goes right, and you get to teach him something, and he gets excited about a game. It's, I mean, generally he likes watching games as much as uh, playing them. You know, with a lot of them, you know, he's. He's had fun with Ratchet and Clank a lot, you know, the the remake, and which, you know, good example of doing a remake and doing it well uh, with new things yes. while keeping the spirit. But, uh, yeah, but, you know, other stuff, like, he's, he's currently, like, trying to play Final Fantasy XV, and it's a, it's a very tough watch sometimes to sort of try and get him to understand what he can and can't do, because, again, at the age where he doesn't, understand that if you keep staying close to the things that want to kill you they will hit you and you know you have to move away and for and uh, occasionally not just keep on battering 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 until you hope one of you dies he's like the rocky balboa of playing video games in that regard just full on front full frontal assault on everything but yeah he's it's still you know he's I, I just for me, I, I wasn't even playing games at that age, and we didn't get like a, a ZX Spectrum till I was like seven, I think. And so, and he's had all these games already that he's seen and played and loved, and like you know, The Last Guardian, he was a great thing to play with him watching because you know, he lo- and he loves Shadow of the Colossus, just because you know it's big things. I'm climbing the big things and killing the big things and. Then he got upset about the ending. Like uh, it's like nice to see him get so invested in a very simple story. Ah, oh, dear. There you go. I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of the same way though, because I'll watch Tim play a lot of games, and I'll go, "Hey, that game's really cool. I'd like to play it." But then I've already seen the entire thing, so I'm going, "Do I do I need to play it? I know how this all goes." Um, like, uh. Last Guardian is on my list to play. I oh just my haven't God. played it yet. But I mean, I watched him the entire time, and then at the ending, I was just like, "Oh my gosh, Tim, are you okay?" <laughs> oh man, yeah, that game. Oof. I, I mean, personally, not as effective as Shadow of the Colossus, only in the sense that that's like a game I have just come to love more and more as time has gone on. I mean, I played that at completion twice last year, you know, on top of playing the last guardian it's just like yeah I, you know thematically some lovely stuff that crosses over but yeah shadow of the Cross is just something just perfect for, for what it is and even as its controls are almost as gobshite as uh, you know <laughs> as yeah. guardians can be um but again something that improved with the uh, remaster of that and that would be a godsend and my son would be able to play it without me getting just you know, having an aneurysm, trying to explain to him how the old controls work you know, on games. Right. Yeah, hopefully Sony listens to. Uh, oh my, uh, Toshida. Wida is that? Is that his name? I, I, 
Oh, you ate a. Yeah, I hope they I hope they listen to him because he sent them a bunch of like things he wanted to fix in the old game. I just imagine we talk about that with him not being involved. Like he's like outside their window knocking on it with a little list. <laughs> I've got some suggestions for you. It's like go away, go away. You <laughs> we don't need this one. But this was rubbish. No, just go away. <laughs> oh, bless him. Oh, I was going to talk about something else. Well, the uh, probably the biggest nonsense I've had this week is the fact that I've been getting back into playing Peggle 2. It's just like... Oh, which, no. I know, and it's killed me. It really... I mean, when you were saying earlier in the week about about you, Crystal, um, and the experience of Crash Bandicoot, it's just I'm having it with Peggle at the minute just because getting to the uh, objective stage of it now, you know, having done all the trials, completed all the levels, done all that, and just the maddening, maddening game of chance that you end up playing with it just like where you know you'll make one wrong shot at the beginning it's like no quit start again quit start again and just uh end up tearing my hair out over a puzzler that i used to go oh it's a lovely nice puzzle you're so relaxing you don't have to worry about anything you do it's just like it's all random and chancery and no it's just it's a, it's a motherfucker that game it really is it's, but yeah still can't stop myself from playing it oof Uninstall. Uninstall. <laughs> that, yeah. I, I totally did Rocket League, but for me with Rocket League, it was just I could not get a handle on the controls. And I was like, oh my god, I feel so dumb. I know this game isn't that hard. I know it's not a super complicated game, but I 100% give up. So I, like, I uninstalled it, and Tim was just like, but, but why? <laughs> and then... One, your friends are buttholes who play it, and two, I cannot figure it out for the life of me, and it makes me feel really, really dumb, so I'm just going to play it. Uh, thing is, I may revisit it at some point, but until then... I, I just say, don't watch the esports uh, they have for that. It will oh, just make you never want to play again. <laughs> yeah. I can barely drive around competently. These people are flying half the time. <laughs> it's just like... Right? Like, what, what is this? Like that game has got some serious depth. It's mad. Oh, and they've tell you what, it is a good time to go back to it because they've made it look a lot prettier this week as well with the let's say for the two year anniversary. So it's hmm. like all the background stuff, like some you know, firework effects and stuff, new goal stuff, and yeah, it's kind of it's and like new announcer stuff, and yeah, they've really you know, freshened it up, made it look a bit new, and definitely. Adds into what they were saying this week, you know, whether they aren't looking to do a Rocket League too, because this is the platform for them now. They just want to build on this, and it certainly looks like that first step to that. Might as well keep it that way; it costs less. Yeah, I think better gains. And that's another game where you know I played it a lot when it came out, stopped for ages, and again another one I started this year again. I started it up again, playing it and loving it, and the literally the first esports I've watched and been like mesmerized by how amazing it can be when you've got two very competitive teams playing and it's just that doing Cirque du Soleil in fucking cars you know it's not it's mad it's mad and it just shows that it's something that I find like football games or soccer you lack you know that you can't really do the, the individual you know in a lot of sports games doesn't get that forefront i mean stuff like the nba it works because you know you're only a small team oh, actually you can, you, know, you can focus on one guy and make it about them but uh 
Rocket League's best thing is just that you are an individual, no matter what you do in that game. You are an individual with a team who can show the world what you can do, you know, regardless of what your teammates do or how you perform as a team. It's about how your skill level is rather than just like, oh, here's me playing as a whole team of like, you know, Barcelona and like everyone else does in pairs. It's, yeah, I like it. The, that sort of thing, the individuality thing in sports games, it, it works. I'm glad to see more, more games in, are doing that. If you know more single player stuff, you know, in sports, so hopefully they'll, they'll push further for that because it, it feels neglected. You know, sport may be about teams, but you know, individuals are playing it and should probably have more options to play as individual character, players within those sports. There you go. That's kind of the. I don't. Uh, it almost seems a bit tragic, doesn't it? Like, it, I mean, I get it, right? Because you you have to keep you have to get a, a a material thing that makes the the players you know care about what they're doing. But at the same time, if you're just catering to that sort of like heroism as opposed to the game itself, I don't want to say it's hypocritical because I mean, there's always ulterior motives when people do sports and things. But oh yeah, and this is it, isn't it? I mean, that is sport in a nutshell for. You know, amateur performers is you'll have your egos, you'll have your team workers, regardless wherever you go. If I play five a side soccer, soccer down near me uh, with friends, you you always have the player that thinks everything's going against them, and then you have the guy who won't pass the ball because he's an absolute twat about it and what thinks he's a one man army. And that's what I like about rugby is you have those personalities out there, and you know, loathsome as some of them are, and you just honestly wish you could just punch your way through the screen sometimes and uh, knock them out. Just, yes. especially, especially with that passive-aggressive you know, messaging system. It just I used to find that with Pez, where they had it, where they just sort of eradicated like the voice chat for most of it and just had like a series of uh, tech prompts, you know, to say, oh, good shot, blah, 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 like that. And you could customize them and, yeah, just stuff gets so uh, aggravating like that. It's yeah, it does. Somehow, somehow worse than just having people just mouthing off because at least then it's like I don't. You're just being a moron. It's like there. It's like you can't really say because it's so preset and you can't swear and yeah. Oh well. Anyway, exactly. Anyway, yes. So they uh, end up being Ben right now. <laughs> yeah, they, they do. They just sound like we rage eyes like Ben and just screaming to their microphones. <laughs> uh, is that still a problem, Ben? He says nothing. Hopefully, he's still recording. Because yeah, otherwise we just waffled on for, for a while. Without, uh, <laughs> seems to be okay. Seems to be okay. Good, good. I suppose we should wrap up, really, though, because uh, we've been at this a while, and uh, as good as it's been, it's been. Oh. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> <laughs> Drama has just ramped up. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, Quick, hide! They're coming for you. <laughs> uh, ben normally does his whole bunch of shout outs now but i'm glad we got his uh, competition thing out early because uh, this, this would definitely been, be shouting out right now yeah uh ben would say something about his podcast like uh moogle go around and that and probably say something about that guy who's his girlfriend's favorite streamer or something that, that's all i remember it and um yeah shout out to the fans gary would say if he was here and Tim would say, oh, no, Tim's here. So, Tim. <laughs> Tim's here. Oh, damn. Uh, 
<laughs> Tim, what would you say? I'd like everybody for having for letting Crystal come on and tell her crash story. Yeah. Yeah. It's been really fun having it's changed the dynamic nicely. It's uh having someone fresh on it always does that I find. But uh you you've definitely <laughs> you definitely kept to the right tone, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been, you've definitely brought some great stuff today as well. And, uh, some good conversation pieces. I've it's been a pleasure having you on, Crystal. Thank you. Thanks for having me. No problem. And you're welcome to come on again. If, if ever a game makes you want to throw things, or even if not, or even if it's just a game where you want to go, God damn it, I want to talk about this game. Okay. Cool. I have to let you guys know if that comes up. Fantastic. Good stuff. Any any shout outs you'd like to do still? Or is that beyond this realm? I don't really have anyone. <laughs> I feel like Dawn. That sounds so tragic when you say it like that. I mean, like, I don't have many people that play on the PlayStation with me or anything. So, yeah. I mean, if people want to, um, I am Teardrop246 on the PlayStation Network. So, I'm there. I might not always answer. I'm pretty much on either Netflix or in a game. Or Minecraft. So. That would be a game, Tim. <laughs> like, that's the game. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, that's always a, a thing that people can do. Truth. Truth. I suppose I shall wrap up the last vestiges of this one, then, and say, yes, thank you for all for listening, and thank you again to Crystal for being on, and Tim, of course, because you know, Tim Tim's needs to be on more, too, you know? Don't you, Tim? Truth. No, thank you. And, I mean, hopefully next week we'll be back with a Gary that doesn't have to leave halfway through, me not, you know, dying halfway through, and uh, Ben not turning into something out of the ring, it seems. But <laughs> and possibly being arrested? Possibly, yeah. I mean, the cliffhanger is there, you know, for next week. Will Ben be back? We shall see. Um, <laughs> Tune in next time to find out what the charges were. <laughs> Uh, um, also um, on Twitter find us at pod unchained that's a capital P and a capital U on the unchained um, find me at Nesco N-E-Z-Z-K-O as ever if you want to tell me what the fuck this was why did we bother <laughs> it's always welcome always welcome um, so yeah that was episode 175 it's another long one we were patting ourselves on the back last week going oh look we went like an hour we're doing after you know two episodes after e3 like we were like two hours of just talking about everything and yeah here we are but you know it's a milestone episode and we had a lot of fun talking about stuff so i will say goodbye from me goodbye tim goodbye from crystal and ben poor poor ben we'll thank god for him <laughs> tatty bye <laughs>